happy new week, people. Happy Monday. It is the 24th of October. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And you have, of course, amazing hosts as you do every single day. Let's introduce ourselves. I listen. <laughs> it's your boy, Big Moss from the east side of the bridge. Six foot plus of pure temptation. All that good stuff. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. I thought we were talking to listeners. Yeah. Huh? Are you I'm talking to everybody. Listen? Oh, okay. Look at everybody. Greetings on this wonderful Monday morning. Hope everybody's cool. Nice. Yeah, I yeah. am your favorite. <laughs> I can't. I cannot with these intros. But I'm your favorite shade queen who's not quitting the show. My own royalty. Well, who thought you was quitting? Sorry. I'll, I'll give you context after. <laughs> We've been wilding over the weekend. <laughs> Um, the Oracle Voice of Reason, Mr. Rotations, Big Man Use. Happy Monday. And they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer, news analyst, Melanin Jam Packed. That's right. So basically... Well done. You know what? You just... <laughs> what was that? I just hope that's no reflection of what this week is going to look like. It was bread. That's what it was. <laughs> well, that was me. But basically, right, so I am looking for a new job at the moment. Mm. And I'm trying to do something that's more in line with things I actually enjoy in life. So more with the creative side, the music side, the media side of things. So I tweeted it yesterday. <laughs> and then <laughs> I tweeted it. Then I put it on my Insta story. And I'm getting DMs. Oh, mm. my God. Because basically, I, what I, let me actually say what I said. Because, you know, obviously, I'm very dramatic. So... Things, I never just say words, do I? So what I said was, I'm more determined than ever now to find a new job. The thought of returning there tomorrow is making me want to vomit. Any jobs in music, radio, media, send my way, please. And thanks. So obviously people have just seen tomorrow and vomit. And then I'm getting DMs from people like, oh my gosh, what happened? You can't believe you I was going to DM you as well, actually. What if I was leaving TDA? No, not TDA. I was just making sure everything was all right at work. I didn't know if it was a HR thing or what. You get me? Not the HR. <laughs> well, Mark's you and a lot of people, a lot of listeners, they're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Are you okay? I said, yeah, guys. Like, Anyway, this is why I know some of you don't, you guys should watch the show every single day because it was just Friday. I said here that even if these lot voted me out, I'm still mm -hmm. coming back here. There's no getting rid of TDA, no. So I then had to pop a disclaimer to say I mean my non-media job and definitely definitely not tda so um yeah i guess it shows the people care huh? they definitely do but again you, you, you are posted in the community as well did you yeah that you're leaving no, they, they, i posted your tweet in the community <laughs> did you yeah. i thought you did <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> i didn't know that but um, I, I mean of course of course we do appreciate and some of the people that did message they do message about you know the show as well but again, don't be silent, lis silent listeners. Don't be letting people know you're going to miss them when they're gone. Mm. Let people know while they're alive and while they're doing what they're doing that you appreciate them and you appreciate the show and all that good stuff. But um, that is so funny. Let me see if I can find in the community. But join the community, by the way, guys. Community.thenewblack.com. Um, it's a lit platform. I'm so dead. No, I'm actually done. <laughs> so use a foot there. Yeah. Esther said, the thought of coming to TDA tomorrow is making her want to vomit. She about to quit, y'all. Let me see the comments. It better be head of sub stories. Oh, oh, see, Amber's smart. Amber knew it was about another job. No, and then you just said that's my <laughs> fault as well. 
She wants the papers to quit. Oh, anyway, appreciate guys, but yeah, send just my way. I'm tired of working for the I'm tired of working for the white man in this sector. But <laughs> 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 well, how's everyone else doing anyway? How's your weekends? It was cool, man. Quiet. Yeah, it was a quiet weekend. Yeah, quiet weekend. Yeah. Same, yeah, same, pretty much, you know. Yeah, Marks? Pardon? Okay, sir. I'm going to need you to be here. How was your weekend? I said, yeah. how was your weekend? Oh, boring. I went cinema last night. Oh, did you watch Woman King? No, I wasn't oh. showing at the time I wanted to go. How oh, is it? Oh, what did you watch? They're trying to make me do some matinating. I wasn't trying to watch it during the day. I need to go and find it in the evening somewhere. No, I watched I it watched... during the day. It was actually nice, you know. Mm. Yeah, but I don't want to. <laughs> also, <laughs> I watched a film called Smile or something like oh, this. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I was in the ad for it. Is it scary? It looks scary. There's like a few things that make you like, we can make lesser men jump. Mm. But I was fine. You said lesser men? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> But um, yeah, I saw that. I'm not really into watching like scary, and it's so dark in there. Do you get me? If I watch in my house, I can have the lights on. If it's in, in the cinema, it's all dark. There's jumping popcorn everywhere. It's, it's ridiculous. It, it's not a bad watch. It's not. It's not. It's not like amazing. It's not absolutely terrible. It leaves a lot to be desired by the end of it, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my cinema got sold alcohol, so I was I was alright. Oh yeah, it's a good mm. cinema. <laughs> but all right. But um, before we carry on, guys, do like the video. Also, subscribe to the channel. Our subscription's growing, so that's great. So keep doing all of that great stuff. And um, we've got a lot to talk about this morning. Yes, we do. All right, let's get into it. Okay. So, it's emerged, right, that Rishi Sunak may be declared the Prime Minister today. That's a while. This afternoon, you know. Okay, so let me give some back um, backstory. So it's emerged as of yesterday afternoon that 225 out of 357 Tory MPs had gone public with their support. Mm. So at that point yesterday afternoon, Rishi Sunak had 145 MPs supporting him. Boris Johnson had 57 and Penny Morden 23. However, as of today, it's emerged that the former Prime Minister Boris Johnson has pulled out of the Tory leadership race, saying he had the support needed to stand but it would not be the right thing to do. So the formula chancellor, yeah. So why did he raise back from Jamaica then? <laughs> Enjoy your holiday. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. <laughs> so formula chancellor Rishi Sunak and cabinet minister Penny Mordaunt remain in the contest, with Mr. Sunak way ahead on declared support from MPs. As we know, the race began on Thursday after Liz Truss resigned as prime minister after 45 days in the job. Nominations for the ballot closed this afternoon and candidates need the support of at least 100 Conservative MPs to go forward. The BBC's latest tally of publicly declared backers puts Mr Sunak on 155, Miss Morden on 25. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Mr Johnson had 57, or 54, according to different uh, reports, um, although he said he had 102. Not all of the 357 MPs have gone public with whom they are backing. As a result, it's very possible Mr Sunak could become Prime Minister by this afternoon, and there will definitely be a new prime minister by the end of the week. Mr. Johnson had been attracted by the race because, as he puts it, I led our party into a massive election victory less than three years ago, 
and I believe I am therefore uniquely placed to avert a general election now. A general election would be a further disastrous distraction just when the government must focus on the economic pressures faced by families across the country. The next general election needs to take place by January 2025 at the latest, but a new PM, the third this year, may come under increasing pressure from opposition parties to call one before then. Johnson continued by saying, I can confirm that I have cleared a very high hurdle of 102 nominations, including a proposal and a seconder, and I could put my nomination in tomorrow. There is a very good chance that I could be successful in, a, in the election with Conservative Party members, and that I could indeed be back, back in down the street on Friday. But in the course of the last few days, I have sadly come to the conclusion that this will simply not be the right thing to do. You can't govern effectively unless you have a united party in Parliament. Mm. He said he had reached out to both Mr Sunak and Ms Morden because he had hoped that we could come together in the national interest. We have sadly not been able to work out a way of doing this. And so he then goes on to say, therefore I am afraid the best thing is that I do not allow my nomination to go forward and commit my support to whoever succeeds. I believe I have much to offer, but I'm afraid that this is simply not the right time. When he says that he was hoping they'd be able to come, you know, work it out, does mm -hmm. that mean that one person, just one person puts himself forward rather than yeah. this whole voting thing? Mm -hmm. Penny needs to, if Penny is really that, that low, she needs to save face because I actually respect her. So she needs <laughs> to just be like, you know what, guys? I'm gonna let this. I'm gonna let this one go to mm. you know, to Rishi. But I never saw. I never thought I'd see the day. I mean, it's not over yet, though. It's not over yet. It's very close. Oh, is it? It's very close. As in, it's, in, it's close to being over. Oh, I thought you meant. The, I thought you meant that the scores. <laughs> I meant the points went up. No, I was thinking, no, wow. No, at all. She, she's mad low at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but I guess, really like. I think she'd be a great leader. You know. I think so. She gives me strength. <laughs> she gives me strength. She doesn't give me like, I don't think they're going to get to do her the way they did Teresa and um, Liz. For mm. some reason, I just, she just stands up and she's a really pretty woman. Mm. Yeah, they ain't going to get a chance to do it like that because she ain't going to get the job. <laughs> that's, that's why they ain't going to get a chance to do it like that. I think she's so, she's actually so buff. Do you feel like she knows something we don't know? Because why are you still there with 25 Arrogance, oh. though. It's the same mm. reason why Boris, you know, came, f left, finished his holiday really early, mm. only to come back and say, oh, no, you know, I can win, but I'm just not going to put myself forward. Oh, shut up, man. But I think he could have, you know. Then he should have stayed. But I think it's because he realises, like, there was a, a lot of people backing him, but there were a lot of people saying, if he becomes a prime minister, I'm done with you guys. Yeah, that's fine. Who's, then, who's then losing the salary? Then the, <laughs> but then the party's not united. Because what that means is that they're recruiting. <laughs> no, we can infiltrate. <laughs> The new black, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, she's buff, yeah. I think she's really pretty. Does that mean you put a picture up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What say you, man? What say me? Yeah, I mean, it's not my type, you know. I said, Dr. Umar's watching. You could say if it is that she's um, an attractive white woman, no? Nah, look at her, man. She yeah. looks like the type in um, like what's it called? What's that Shonda Rhimes movie that. You know, mm. it's got the got the husband who's in power and then she's the one who ends up taking the power from him mm. because she's really the one controlling the scenes. Now, I can write a whole script for her. Not a bikini pic. Okay, sis. What's that? Miss mm. London or something? I love it, man. But she's she's a lot more... She seems a lot more... Um, um, how do I put it? I hope you didn't end it. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> She seems just seems a lot more um I don't know. I don't know, a bit Bulky. more 
No, there's something more about her. Stateswoman-like? Than, huh? Stateswoman-like? Kind of. And a bit more um, confident and... and so it's a bit more strength. That's what I'm saying. Then, she yeah. gives me like Clinton type vibes. Like she's very, like I know what I'm doing mm. and I don't think they're going to get to break her the way they did the other two, the other two women. Yeah. I guess we'll never know really. Yeah. What a shame. No, but you, you, again, you never know. If Boris Feltz all go to her, I remember you got like a hundred and five something left out yeah. there, 120 something left out there. If they go to her as well, because all she needs is a hundred. Because last time that she compete. was, she was quite high up there, wasn't she? Mm, I think she was third last time as well, wasn't it? Yeah, but there was so, points where she was second at one point as well. Because I thought it was going to be her and or, and Rishi that were up for it. Mm, I think you're right, actually, yeah. I just got a strong name. Mm. Penny. No, not Penny, the last Modern. name. Modern. <laughs> <laughs> Penny sounds, sounds like a Happy Meal. No, <laughs> the last name. But no, we'll see. It'll be interesting, man. Mm. All right. Well, amidst all of that, of course, the Labour Party has to come out then and, you know, drop in their two cents. And Keir Starmer has hit out at the ridiculous, chaotic circus of the Conservative Leadership Contest as he pitched Labour in contrast as the party of sound money. So the Labour leader, who is pushing for a general election, said the Tory party was falling apart and failing Britain with its contest while the country was struggling to cope with the financial situation. Starmer told BBC One's London, sorry, BBC One Sunday, uh, with Laura Kusenberg's show, that people were fed up to the back teeth with the leadership turmoil. He said, my focus is on the millions of people who are struggling to pay their bills, have now got additional anxieties about their mortgage. I know what it feels like not to be able to pay your bills. That happened to me and my family when I was growing up. Labour have soared to a record 30-point-plus lead in the opinions poll since Liz Truss's disastrous and short-lived premiership. The polls show the party ahead on all metrics against the Tory leadership frontrunners, which is Sonic and Boris Johnson. However, it is uncertain whether either would fare better against Starmer. Sunak, the favourite to win the Tory leadership contest and the former Chancellor, has made fixing the economy a key part of his pitch. But Starmer said an, an, said an incoming government was going to have to pick up a real mess of our economy of the Tories' making. The Labour leader uh, would not elaborate on his party's financial policies, but said an incoming Labour government would face tough choices that meant it could not do some of the things it wanted to do as quickly as it would have liked. Do you think if um, the next Prime Minister isn't able to turn things around, the, ne- the general election, people will actually vote Labour? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I Just think imagine the next election and Sunak, provided that he actually wins, is able to beat Keir Stammer. It was mm. finished. Completely. Yeah. You ain't seen that for another 20 years. That's what I think. Mad. Yeah. Well, right. Well, we've got more politics to talk about, so let's get into our what you saying topic of the day. So, question for today's topic of the day, right? Is should we be offended if white British people, right, only want a white prime minister to lead the country? So this is based on um, something that occurred on LBC, a discussion uh, with one of the hosts on LBC over the weekend, and the caller initially spoke about why he wanted Boris Johnson to return over Rishi, right? Mm-hmm. He said, you know, his, his family, um, historically Tory voters, um, they both, vote, him and his dad both voted for Boris. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff about Boris, right? He kind of deflected a bit and he, was, he spoke about Rishi not having a real allegiance to the 
UK because really he has allegiance to the US. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought he was going to say to where his, his home country of us today is. No, no, he, he pretty much was talking about the US because he said uh, Richie had a, had a green card, which okay. is true, but he's, he's relinquished that apparently. Right, okay. he spoke about Richie's wife, who's not actually British, apparently. So all this other stuff that he was kind of using to, do you know what I mean, to yeah. um, defend his case and everything. But eventually he got to the crux of the problem, right? And this is this is basically when the, after about eight minutes or so, the, the host um, basically summarized everything, right, to him mm. and asked him a question about if he has an issue with Rishi being brown, right? Because that's what it just sounded like. Yeah. And he said, could you imagine if, could you imagine him going to the Scottish Nationalists and being the Prime Minister of the Scottish Nationalists? Could you imagine me being the Prime Minister of Pakistan or Saudi Arabia? No. I mean... <laughs> he said, these things matter. Sorry you don't like it, but we're talking about England. 85% of English people are white English people, and they want to see a prime minister that reflects them. That's funny, considering the queen wasn't even English. Was she? No, she was. I she's German or something. She's English. But yeah, she's she's white, though. She's yeah. got some roots. Yeah, they all, they all mix at some point. Yeah. I think he should have just answered the question, and he should have just said, no, I don't want an Indian man to mm. be prime minister. Well, he basically did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I don't like when people, I don't like when someone's asked a direct question and you go around the park and you don't actually say yes or no. Funny enough, she didn't actually try to be um, direct. And she yeah. said to him, basically, so what I'm getting from all of this, right, is that um, you can't, for two points, you can't truly be English if you're, if you're not white. And the second thing, in essence, is that um, what stops you and other people voting for him is because he's not white. And the guy said, no, 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 you've, you've mixed up my words. and uh, Exactly. That's not exactly. So he, he's a twat. He's a twat who, who is a covert racist, sitting your racism and no one will... But he said he's a Tory. He said he's a is he a party member or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he said, he, and he said like 80% of the people that he knows will never vote for Rishi. Yeah. And that's within the party. Of, of the Tories. He said 80% of the Tories that he knows will never vote for him. Yeah. Yeah. I can see Penny winning, I can't lie to you. But all right, guys. Right? Out of nowhere. You, if if Penny wins, do you feel like this is just straight? Now we know for a fact. I mean, we knew before, but now they've cemented it, right? That Tories are racist. I'm shocked that Rishi's got this far. Mm. I didn't think he was gonna smell that chair and number ten that that close. I really mm. didn't think so. I think, I think it's. I think if you want to support white, go forth. I mean, I support black. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not mad at it. I think I only just it only annoys when people can't just be honest about it. Do you get me? Just be just be real, just be direct about it. Don't try and go around the park with it. Mm. But the reality is this is how a lot of them, a lot of English people, white people think. It's a whites only thing for them. Like for them, I know whew, mm. the ground is gonna shake if Rishi actually becomes prime minister. Do you I, blame him for thinking like that though? No, I think all the best to him. Um no. I, I, keep, I don't why do people keep acting like this is their country? He's right. 85% of them are white. If they want a white leader, yeah. that's, that's that's I don't yeah. understand why anyone's onto them. Obviously, if going to be that's like, right. obviously, like, there's no place for racism and discrimination and shit. And if you're just going to say stupid things about a man's colour or whatever, or saying he's not British or whatever, boom, 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 like, I hear it. But the fact that they want the white leader, is that such a terrible thing? No, no, no. it's what you want your own kind there. You want, you want, because basically, when you think about like leadership and stuff like that, mm -hmm. you, I guess, you want to see a represent a representation of who you are. Mm -hmm. So, if you're white, you want to see someone that's white there. In the same way, we would like, you know, at some point to have to see black figureheads in this in these mm -hmm. spaces. But the whites really rule the country because we're really in their country. So, mm -hmm. yeah. 
But I guess according to the law, we're not in their country. This is our country too. Barely. <laughs> Barely. Yeah, but, you know what I'm they saying? They remind us every time, every chance we get that I'm telling you. it's not our, it's not our place. Yeah. And this, exa- this is not an example. British like Boris. Mostly don't love it. He don't love Great Britain like Boris <laughs> loves it. You know what I mean? It's mad. That was funny. Mm. <laughs> so, so you think it's kind of reasonable then for him to, to want this then? I think it's human Pretty for him much. to want that. I think it's pretty reasonable. I mean, like I said, hearing it and like the way these men convey their arguments or whatever can, can sound a bit distasteful or like discriminative or whatever the words you want to use. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But the actual like, idea of what he's saying, I, I, I he, that's his prerogative, man. Each yeah. to their own. And, he, and he's not even lying anyway. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's, it's true. I don't understand what people want from this place. Yeah, I, I honestly have no expectations. Mm. Zero. I'm not shocked that Kwasi was the first one to be kicked out of the of the place. Of course he would be. He's a scapegoat. Mm. Black people always die first. Of course he would be the one to be kicked out. So I'm not shocked. How would you, that. How would you feel if um, this was Labour in, in, in power mm. and a Labour caller called up and said the same thing? Would you feel the same? Would you feel different? Yeah, because all I see is white. Whether you're Green, what is it, Green Party, Party Labour, yeah. BMP, wherever you are, all I see is white. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I wouldn't, it wouldn't make a difference to me. And I think with Labour anyway, I just feel like a lot of the stuff they do is very performative, in my, in okay. my opinion. Mm. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me. Okay. What about you, Yusuf? What do you think? Um, yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Would you feel the same way if it was Labour? Um, what well, if, if... If he was a Labour supporter calling up to say, look, guys... This is nothing to do with race, da, 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 yeah. but the country's 85% white. I would prefer a white to me, it doesn't, represent it me. It doesn't matter what, um, if it's Labour, Lib Dem, mm. whatever it is, it doesn't matter to me. This is a white country. Mm. So why wouldn't um, the population want the leader to be white? I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, if, you're, if you're in Nigeria, would you want the president to be white or mm. black? Yeah. It's fair. I don't, I don't even think it's racist. I just think it's, Representation. If I'm a white person and I live in a country which is 85% white mm-hmm. and I'm British, then it makes sense for me to want a white yeah. um, prime minister. If you're completely and utterly opposed to a black or Asian person mm-hmm. and you've got, you know, foul reasons for it, then that's a whole different different story in it. But mm-hmm. just on the surface level, I'm not outraged by this at all. And it's, to me, it's completely normal. Okay. And do, do you think, um, I, I know this is a slightly different question, but... Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like you have the same sentiment if the candidates, like we saw like other candidates, they were black, right? Mm. Or or Asian or whatever it may be. And mm. we knew they were better. So let's just say um, mm. Liz Truss was a candidate, right? Yeah. And for some reason we had foresight. We knew Liz Truss was going to do what she was going to do, right? Yeah. And then we can see, we've got Rishi Sunak, we've got Kwesi Kwarteng, we've got, got other Kemi. people. We've got Kemi Badenok. And we're hearing these guys still saying, we still want Liz Truss. Would you feel any different? Um, if the white candidate was the worst qualified for the job um, and you still wanted that white candidate, then that screams a little bit of you know uh, foul play there. Because mm. u- ultimately, yes, you want someone who's white if you're British, but you want someone who's white and competent as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. And if that white person isn't competent, then if the next best person is black or Asian, then if you're you know thinking with logic, you know what I mean, then you would prefer you know, someone who's black or Asian, mm-hmm. if they're the right candidate. Mm-hmm. So if you prefer someone who's white and incompetent as opposed to someone who's black and Asian and who's great for the job, mm-hmm. then that screams, you know, um, mm. maybe a little hint of racism. Do you know what's mad? Like, I don't even think I'd be shocked, you know? If? 
I think I'll be like, wow. I think it would just make me realize that, wow, you people are really committed to this racism mm. of yours. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> but again, I, I still wouldn't be shocked because it's yeah, their that's, country. That's the thing. Like, mm. In that sense, same as you, I wouldn't be shocked either. Yeah. It's just like, wow, you people are... Like, I'm always... How do I say this? That I'm impressed mm -hmm. by how, like, racists are really committed to that hatred. Mm. That is like the commitment and dedication is on a different level. Mm. So that's what it would just make. It would just make me deep. They're like, wow, you people are to the death of you. I do, oh my gosh, please tell me you saw the video. Some white woman, yeah, in America, mm. Mm. basically, I think the police was called to the house or whatever. Mm. And she's basically like, put your hands down, put your hands up, blah, blah. Then she tries to attack him. And, and then he's the police. Yeah. Okay. While he's in her home. Mm -hmm. And then he shot her because she was coming too close. Mm. He reported in that he was like, she's got an, uh, a weapon, blah, blah. Then she tries to lunge at him with the knife. Then he had to shoot her. Guys, with her dying breath. <laughs> she was like, CS nigger. <laughs> I promise you, her dying breath. She said, pussy ass nigger with a, e with a hard ER. As in like, he shot her, yeah. She did a flip. She fell backwards. She was like, oh. See this nigga? She died. Hold on, was this a, a white woman or a black woman? It was a white woman. And the guy, and the policeman was, was black. Okay, okay. So she was like calling him like racist words or whatever. Yeah. And then he was like, he was like, if you don't step back, I'm going to shoot you. She said, like, shoot me then. What? Was it, was it a taser? No, like an actual gun. He shot her. She's dead. You sure? I promise you. I prom I pr I saw the video. I promise I you. I think I saw that video. I I'm sure it was a taser. No, it wasn't because she died. I'm sure she died. Oh. Okay, well, I'm not sure she died. That's oh like a witch. This it was it was in the house, isn't it? Yeah, but it, I it was. I, I think I saw that video. I think it was a taser. When when he shot her, I think she was just her body was just you know shaking. <laughs> she did a flip. She did a flip here, and she's like, ah, oh, you shot me, nigga. <laughs> Oh, I watched man. that and I said, you know what? Big up you. They committed. Because that's your last... Yeah. If, those, if it was that she got shot by a gun, those were her final words. And I know she was proud of that. I'm trying to find oh, it. Oh, man. It's ridiculous, man. Nightfall says, yeah, it was a bullet. It was a bullet, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Because I remember reading other stuff after that. People were like, oh, was, was she really shot? Blah, blah. I tried to look up the articles and stuff. She flipped yeah, forward. she flipped forward. It was the funniest thing. It was the funniest thing. It was just ridiculous. Her dying breath. Oh, these people, man. And if you listen closely, it's when you hear it. So she didn't have that much life in her to say it, but she still made sure that that was the last thing that left her lips. Versus yeah. are committed. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So yeah, so, you know, I'm not shocked by anything they do, man. Mm. As much as they say, like, you know... This is a diverse nation and it's all of our countries and blah, 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 blah. It's silly. And that man as well, mm. given the saying about, you know, if you go, go to another country and the person's white or whatever, like mm. in Pakistan or yeah. wherever. I mean, they did a lot of damage there. Mm. There was still like gold and all these great things there to inherit or to, to steal. They probably would have white presidents and stuff. I mean... Mm. Yeah, yeah that do. statement is crazy. Is that brother even qualified to be a prime minister of any country? <laughs> like, could I be the prime minister of Pakistan? Like, no, you probably couldn't. But you couldn't be you the couldn't. prime minister of England. You fucking idiot. You couldn't be a supply teacher, like, bro. What what's man talking about? <laughs> oh man, ah, oh, dear, it was so funny, man. Oh gosh. So what? Okay, so you feel like um, what he was saying was reasonable, right? Mm. Do you think it's wrong though? 
I don't think I don't necessarily think it's reasonable. I just okay, no, I do think it's reasonable. I think okay, fair enough. You think that is it wrong? Yes, because I think that what everyone should really want is the best person for the job. Okay, cool. Whether it's an alien, mm-hmm. wherever it is, whether the person's got a green card or not, mm-hmm. it should be the best person for the job, regardless of however you feel about them personally in terms mm-hmm. of, oh, you're brown or you're this or whatever. It should mm-hmm. be literally be about the best person for the job. And this is why I say that this country, people are not tired of suffering because mm. even if the best person for, if the person the best person for the job was from another race, mm-hmm. I don't think they, they've suffered enough to vote the other race. Mm. Do you get what I mean? They will still be like, nah, go for the white guy because I see me in him or whatever it is. Do you mm. get what I mean? And it's weird because you're different classes. The person don't see you in them. So that's, that's that. But yes, I, I do think, yeah, I do think it's wrong. I think it's it's justified because that's how he feels. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. However, I do think it's wrong because I think what everyone's focus should be is who is the best the candidate job. for that. And from what he said, he didn't, he basically said, you know, he's not, um, he doesn't love Britain like Boris does. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? What's that going to do with anything? It's about, is the person educated enough? Mm-hmm. Does the person have the right tools to get us out of recession, to mm-hmm. do what needs to be done? So yeah, on, on that front, I would say it is wrong. Okay. So the same apply in Nigeria? I was just about, I was just about to say. Give me an, what so, do you mean? So, well, um, this is if I'm saying the same thing as Brent, but I was going to say two things, yeah. So say, say we didn't hear that this is white guy who was born and raised in Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> Because there are a few, I guess, right? Yeah. He's become a, a MP, this, that, and the yeah. third. And he wants to campaign for presidency. Yeah. Would we, should we be okay with voting for him to be the president of Nigeria? This white yeah. guy. And also, if in this country, there was a, instead of a Rishi, there was a Benga or something, yeah? Mm-hmm. So a, a black, let's just use Kemi. Kemi's there, right? Yeah. Knowing that black people were less than 4% of the population. Yeah. Do you think us as black people general election time comes, we would vote for that black person. I'll be honest with you, I'm very big on whoever's best for the job. If cool. it was in Nigeria, and the white, because all the leaders I've known in Nigeria have come there to rob, kill and destroy. So if it is that the white man is actually going to be, he's someone who's um, principled, mm-hmm. and he's not going to go there and do the same crap everyone else has done, I'll be, I'm voting for the white man. Mm. If you're going to be the one to take us out of this this hellhole we're living in, mm-hmm. I will vote for you because for me, it's about who's the best person for the job. The job. Okay. Do you get what I mean? It's a good comment that um, somebody in the uh, chat window says, you can't compare the colonizer to the colonizer. Mm-hmm. They've <coughs> decided to go and um, take ownership of so many different countries and mm-hmm. say, hey, you're all part of one big family. So doesn't matter if it is that there's 1% or 0.1% of that particular race in the country, they should still have a um, a chance to sit at the seat. Especially seen as in America, you have, what, 75-odd percent white. Mm-hmm. But yet, Obama still cut through. Mm. So, mm. good point, Zoe. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, definitely like different name. circumstances, 100%. Yeah, definitely, but sometimes for the benefit of the conversation, mm. it's not literal. All right. Well, um, on top of that, right? Yeah. So many of us don't believe, or at least on Friday, we didn't believe. Even now, right? Some <laughs> of us don't believe Richie's going to win, right? Cool. Because of his colour and whatnot, yeah? Mm-hmm. So let's just say he does win. Yeah. Do you guys see... Because remember, this is not the public voting. This mm-hmm. is Tory MPs. Yeah. Some are already threatening, saying, I'm going to leave if Boris becomes PM. Yeah. So uh, they've kind of said we're going to vote for Rishi. This is yeah. just a few, right? But let's just say he does win. Do you guys see the Tories in a different light? 
do you guys say to yourself, if I'm being honest with myself, this party is less racist than I thought no. last week? No. I think it depends how he wins. Because in my eyes, Britain, they've always embraced Asian people. Yeah. So, okay. Like I said last week, I'm not, I, I think Rishi's going to be uh, the next prime minister. And I'm not, nothing about this surprises me at all. I'm not even, I don't feel any type of, I'm not alarmed by this at all. Mm. I feel like white people favor Asians over blacks. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is to me, this is just normal to me. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I think for me as well, it's how he wins. If Penny drops out and he's the only one standing, mm-hmm. okay. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's actually what you have said. Mm-hmm. On the hierarchy, it's white man, white woman, Asian man. They Dogs, don't care cats. about nobody. They can stomach people. They respect people when they stay in their station. Yeah, like when you stay in their lane. So they can yeah. stomach they can stomach Asian people, whatever, whatever. The party might do it because they don't have a better choice. The mm. great British public ain't putting him in nowhere. He ain't going to win that election because mm. he's an Asian man. Trust me. You mean the general election, Yeah, but right? this, yeah, but this, yeah. this, this, this yeah. is the general election, though. Yeah, he's saying huh? that he's saying that he could get through now because it's, mm-hmm. it's oh, not a general. If it was a general election, but if when this goes to general election because he's the prime minister mm. and it's a matter now of him between him and Keir Starmer, mm. he ain't winning against Keir. Impossible. Do you, do you the public? I think they will switch him up before then. <laughs> they can't do that. Bro. They can't do oh, that. They can't. <laughs> yeah, just about to consider Boris Johnson. Who's next? Then it's Wikimedia. Let's walk through it. Let's walk. Let's walk through it. Let's say he gets in power. Yeah, because it's likely. By this afternoon. By this afternoon, <laughs> likely. And I think general elections are 2024? Yeah. Yes. Do you think that he is going to win going up against Keir Starmer? No. No. So what would the Conservative Party need to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, to win yeah. in order to switch him out. But this, is, but this is what I'm trying to say to you. They would have needed to put Boris in now. This is the mistake. This is the mistake. I mean, the how, whole country is a mistake. How can you but... switch him out? A year they before the time? It's impossible, bro. There's only one way they can switch out and it's a crime. <laughs> <laughs> they, can't. They, they cannot do that again. I think if they do that one more time, hmm. it has to be a general election. 100%. There's no... This... Rishi, yeah, wherever he is, if he gets in, I just hope he's got everything sorted what he wants to do. He, he won't flop. He won't flop He like can't he afford to flop. He can't. Like, I don't think even if he tried, he could do worse than Let's Trust. Do you think so? What? I think anyone can, you know. Because I think here, yeah, I think anyone goes in there mm-hmm. and people don't give two shits about what you've entered into. Mm. They just don't see the pound go up in within an hour of you being in there. Mm. They don't see petrol prices drop, energy pri- they get the energy bill. Reality hits them and they don't care that you've only been there for like 30 minutes. You haven't had a lunch break yet. Mm. You're now the worst going. There's just it's always about someone to put the blame on. 100%. In my opinion. But he but he's already got alley because Let's trust it. As soon as she left, the pound rebounded. Already. Yeah, I was if that if I was Liz, I would have tied myself to the <laughs> to the front door and leaving. That's so disrespectful. I, I just I don't I don't, I don't see them replacing They Rishi. can't. That is crazy. If they do that, they're defo done I. Like they're definitely done. I, I personally think this is the reason why some of um the MPs were actually almost begging Boris to come back. Because mm, so that we don't have to deal with the failure yeah. in two years' time. At least we've got him and it's more of a chance. The people know him. They voted for him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we have more of a chance going forward. But Rishi, if we're being honest with ourselves, I'm, the, I'm, to, I'm talking from the Tory perspective. Now. Yeah. We don't think this country is going to vote for Rishi. Do you know what's mad though? I think though that if he goes in there and actually turns things around, yeah, there's a chance he could win. 
Because if you actually give people something to, like, wow, okay, he had two mm. years and he did this. Yeah. Let's give him another chance. Take what? Take a year and a bit. Yeah. If he goes in there and does a good job, I reckon he could actually, he might actually win. Because yeah. again, that is may, true. on the hierarchy, they probably like, I think this country likes conservatives more than they like Labour. Mm. So maybe white man, white conservative man, white conservative woman, mm-hmm. Indian conservative <laughs> man, <laughs> white Labour man. I don't know if they like conservatives better than they, they like Labour. I think at the time, all the lies that were spouted during yeah. the run-up to the election, mm. they preferred um, no immigration as opposed to what Labour was offering. And now you got immigrants. And, and they painted Jeremy Corbyn as an um, anti-Semite. So there was a lot of lies mm. being told to them. Um, but it's a, it's a different thing having Rishi Sunak now say, all right. In fact, London's one thing, the UK is another thing. Mm. Yeah. Us yeah. having Sadiq Khan is very different than the UK saying they want Rishi. Facts. I believe. Facts. Yeah, because people don't even like him. I'm telling you. He made a mess of things he did. But they still. There's enough to vote Khan in. Well, he, no, but he wasn't. Remember, he wasn't voting because of COVID. I swear. He, didn't he get another term by yeah. default because of COVID? Or no, something? no, they voted. Well, we voted. Yeah. Damn, I should have. <laughs> should have cast my vote. Yeah, man. <laughs> and he was up against a black man. What's his name again? Sean Sean Bailey, right? Yeah. Tories. And this guy was telling us he's going to get rid of congestion. He told us he told us um, he's going to reduce council tax. None of these things was appealing. We just wanted Khan. Who's we? The people. You know and, what and what did Khan bring to the table? More congestion. <laughs> and people voted him. <laughs> he's still there now. Is Sean Labour? No, Tories. Huh. But he's not like a he's not like a no disrespect, but he's not like a Chrissy Quarting. He's more like I'm sure he's from Tottenham. Yeah, I think Are you sure he's not he's like, like he should be cute? No, like, um No, he's not like Chrissy. In what sense? No, he's, he's not he's old more man. like he's more normal. Okay, like, you know, no, <laughs> you know Imagine. what I mean. Like, like you know, like he didn't go Eton and them type of places there. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, oh, exactly. he's from like yeah, he, yeah. If I'm not okay, mistaken, he's from he looks like um, what's that? Is it Trevor Nelson? What's yeah, that? oh, with the bald head. Yeah, <laughs> and yes, life of Bodge. We know that um, the guy was likened to um, or compared to Al Qaeda on the LBC call. Oh, Sean? No, 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 no. no, no. Um, oh. The caller. Comparison. No, sorry, what comparison did he um, use again? Rishi. What did he say? He said, um, oh, yeah. Oh, what did he say? I think she was make, basically making a, not a big deal, but she was making a point saying that Sunak is actually British. Yeah, and then he said and, that, yeah. that that girl who went to... Uh, oh, no, he said 50%, he said 50% of Al-Qaeda got British passports. Oh, exactly, like that. yeah, that's yeah. what he said. That's yeah. what he said. And then he yeah. brought up something about Shemaim and Begum and that. Mm-hmm. You need to let Shemaim be. The guy's not even Muslim, you know. And that's the thing, they just see black people just oh, like you're God. all the same. These people are maniacs, man. But yeah. Uh, okay, so guys, so basically you guys don't think um like for example, you don't you don't see Tories in a better light because of this. If if Rishi makes it. No. Okay. What if what if even even though, for example, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, we would have all said, there's no way you're going to see an Asian, a black, anything, um, PM under the Tories. We would have all said this, right? What, 10, 10 years ago? 10, yeah. No. You don't think so? Me, personally, no. We said again? So we, well, you, you thought you would have seen um, an like Asian, an Asian PM? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Serious. Yeah. In Tories. Yeah. Well, you can't take his opinion. You don't is... even like politics. Why? <laughs> no, that's what I'm about to say about the Tory thing. You're saying, oh, for the Tories, I don't. For me, it's like Tories are Labour, Conservatives. I'm okay. not. I'm not out here knowing the difference between the parties okay. in terms of okay. their their cultural ethos. Okay. But you would most. You would most. You would more. By an Asian man. Labor, by an Asian man being a PM across any party, for me, I'm not surprised. Okay. That's and that's me not knowing the individual nuances of all the parties. Okay. Just okay. an Asian man, full stop. I'm not surprised. Okay, cool. All right. Well, uh, okay. Generally, I, I guess the sentiment out there is that Tories is basically the racist party, isn't it? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they would not have this type of thing, right? Okay. So if, if we would say this about 10, 20 years ago, and the fact is, this is a reality for them, and it's not nowhere near a reality for Labour, do we think differently about Tories? Does this matter to us? How is it nowhere near a reality for Labour? Because we ain't seen no, no black... Um, Asian somebody almost become a leader of the Labour Party. But this is a one-off. It's not like... Uh, yeah, one's enough, man. This <laughs> is a one-off. <laughs> one. It's one's enough. <laughs> one, one's more than zero, but... You know what I'm saying? And, and if you look at... The, uh, and again, remember, um, if you look at the cabinet as well, you just got Keir Starman and, and David Lammy and a bunch of women in there. No disrespect do Asian people? Do Asian people care? Mm. Like, is he like their Obama? Boy. Like, if he gets it, are they gonna be redressing the streets and that, or does no one give a shit? I think they'll like it in the, within the point. community. You think so? Yeah, I think with because that's a big thing though. I, there's never been an Asian prime minister there. Oh no, yeah. So I think the, mm. I think it's a it's a, it's gonna be a thing. I don't think it's like the Obama because I don't think anything tops about, like black people make a lot of noise. Mm. But I think I think it will be um, historical for them within mm. the community. Because I'm sure, because even within them, that they, as much as obviously as black people, we see that they're even more accepted than we are, mm. they still face the racism, racism that they'd face. Do you get what I mean? But saying that though, Esther, yeah, do you think black people would have celebrated Obama if he was a Republican? I think black people would have celebrated because he's black. I, I think I think it's also because he's a, he was a Democrat and he was from a party that most black people would are Actually, meant yeah, you're to right. be voting for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you're right. Because if Kanye got in there, no one would care. People yeah, wouldn't celebrate that. Yeah, you're go. right. And so I, maybe, because, again, correct me if I'm wrong, um, Asian people out there, but I feel like most Asians, like black people, have voted historically Labour. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they may not identify with Rishi like that to even celebrate it. I, I don't true. know. This is just my that's two true. cents, isn't it? That's actually a word. That's true. Yeah, they definitely don't identify with <laughs> Most of Asian people, people out there, like they're watching the show, you know, that's so good. <laughs> hey, we got to be positive. No, we do, you know. We, no, we do have Asians that watch the show, you know, because someone says something in here mm. and it's still going off in the comments. They got the Asians. Should have called in, though. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, man. man. It's All crazy. Right. Cool. So do you see them differently, Manuel? Who's the them? Tories. The Tories. Um, and there you go, clarify. <laughs> uh... Yes, I do actually, you know, because I feel like before they wouldn't have even considered it, even if it was for their for their betterment. You know what I'm saying? I feel like now it's a possibility. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can't look at the product and, and, and start, start making excuses when in front of me I'm seeing a cabinet that has black people in it, that has women in it. You know what I'm saying? But Tories who talk about all of these things, say they represent us who are... Um, the working class haven't got this. I, I, I can't act as though it's not happening on the other side. That's unfair to me. You know what I'm saying? So I look at them different. I, I, I don't look at them as less racist or um, maybe I look at them a bit less racist, but not enough for me to say they're not racist. Of course, I think that's always going to be there, especially in our lifetime, to be honest with you. But for me to act like it means nothing, I think that's kind of unfair. You know what I mean? 
Like, I don't think I would have seen a Kerry Badenoch do so well 20 years ago under the Tories. You know what I'm saying? But she, she did amazingly well. And everyone congratulated her. You know what I'm saying? So Why do you feel she's doing well? Why do you feel that the black people in that particular party is doing well? I think because they're excellent. Mm. Not because of the um, beliefs that they hold? I think I mean, that's part of it. But I think those beliefs make them do well, uh, make them gain access to being a Tory. I don't think that's the reason why they're there. I think because they're great at their job. Do you think that if they didn't hold those beliefs, they mm -hmm. would be allowed to be there? No, because then you're not representing real um, Tory um, ideas. When I say beliefs, I'm talking about how they wouldn't have traditional um, <coughs> low-income black beliefs. Yeah, but a typical low-income black beliefs doesn't really correlate with the Tory ideas. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't think their ideas are put in What I position. mean is, <laughs> mm. the fact that they would say Britain isn't racist. <laughs> Those types of beliefs. I don't think, again... Delusion. I, I <laughs> I don't think that necessarily has put them in up there like that. I I think it's it's made them get through the door. You know what I'm saying? But mm. I think their experiences has made them not think that's the case. Especially if they say to themselves, like, look at Kemi Badenoch. Her parents are first gen, are like proper Nigerian parents, like like ours. Mm. And she's thought, wait, these are my parents. I've got here. I went to a good school. This, that, and the third, whatever, whatever it may be. But I've still become. Look, look at where I am. So at least for her, I may disagree uh, disagree with her, but from her perspective, she may not, you know what I'm saying? Because her experience is different to ours. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's put her through the door. I don't think that's made her become fourth in the rankings. Mm. You know what I mean? When they did the leadership contest, I, I think her brilliance put her there. Mm. I, I, think, don't, I don't even think that, <clears throat> I think they were, they put her there as fourth. She nah. was never going to win. I yeah, yeah, of course she wasn't going to win, but Ben, she no, I believe for that, that they though, placed man. her there for a particular reason. All right. We said the token gesture thing. 100%. Mm. Oh, I don't think so. I, I, I think... I, I think she just believed in herself and she went for it. And I think she was good enough to get people to believe it. Why wasn't Kwesi intelligent enough to know what he was putting forward was stupid? Say that again, sir? Why wasn't Kwesi intelligent enough mm -hmm. to know what he was putting forward was stupid? I don't think what he was putting forward was stupid, though, right? Okay. Entirely. Sorry. They, sorry, they, entirely. Flipped, they flipped on him because there's, you can go and check papers. There's receipts on that. Initially, when them budgets came or even when they were talking about their plans, people was championing a lot of the stuff that they was doing. Thank you very much. There's respected people from certain walks of life yes, saying yeah. it's the best budget they've seen since exactly. bloody God knows how long. And exactly. It wasn't until everything went crazy when they yeah. flipped on them. Even exactly. Liz was talking about she's proud of this. You exactly. Know. Yeah, there was a lot of people supporting them. Like, loads of them. It, oh, they have to stand by it. I don't know. I don't understand what you guys are saying. No, it's not. You have to stand. Stand by it. Stand by it. Saying though. this is the best. Like supporting someone and saying this is the best budget I've seen since nineteen. How long? <laughs> is two totally different things. Mm -hmm. Because you want to instill confidence in the people. That's why you put it out. What are you talking about? And you, you've souped it up so that there is confidence back in it. It just didn't work because it was bollocks. It wasn't bollocks. It was. It was. It was it, it became bollocks <laughs> because, <laughs> in my opinion, because they were trying to borrow more money. That's what I think. But tax cuts of any time, at any time, for any amount, to me, is a good policy. And if you look at the past, if you look under um, Thatcher, look under Reagan, look under um, other free market um, economists' ideas, those have been good things. You know what I'm saying? 
it just didn't work because of the borrowing and because of the time we're in. And because it didn't seem like they were trying to phase things out or in. It was just like this today and like this tomorrow. And I think that was a problem, the execution of it. So I don't think he was set up. You know what I'm saying? So, I, yeah, man. Well, there was a conspiracy theory that um, Boris Johnson and the people put trust in power <laughs> so that it could collapse <laughs> and he can come back and say, hey. Hey, boy. Swingers. He's dropped out now, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's dropped out. <clears throat> no worries. Dropped out. So yeah. what, what would you like to happen? Who would you like to win? Let's, let's call it. Um, I don't know anything about Penny Morden's um, policies, to be honest with you. And I think that also speaks volumes, I think. Um, but I, I'll prefer Rishi at this point. Yeah, everyone needs yeah. Rishi to win, man. I want yeah. these these um, these racist people to feel pain in their heart, man. I want Rishi to win. <laughs> I want him to see Rishi addressing the country as the most powerful man in it. I want him to see that shit. Mm. Yeah. Rishi yep. needs to win, man. Uh, somebody said if it didn't account for borrowing, it's an uh, ish idea, no? If what, sorry? I'm just reading the comments. I don't want to actually swear. No, no, I didn't hear you say it again. Um, if it didn't account for borrowing, this is what you said, then mm. it's an ish idea, no? Yeah, but yeah, but this is what I was saying to you. Um, that's why I said I changed it to entirely. I think the ideas behind the tax cuts, because um, the main part of the, the, the budget was about cutting tax to kind of incentivize investment. I think that's a brilliant idea. But the borrowing, that's the part I vehemently disagree with. And so, yeah, 100%, I, I'm basically agreeing with that comment too. That, of course, adding the borrowing element to it makes it a crappy, crappy idea. Yeah. Mm. So I, I'm, I'm agreeing, I guess. Just to back up the conspiracy theory, Proverbs said um, Dominic Cummings in July basically stated that this was what Boris was trying to do, put Liz in, in power to um, collapse everything so mm. that he can come in and save the day. Oh, yeah. In July, by the way. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, he didn't come in to save the day. You know though, what I'm so. saying? I yeah. think with him, he's such a he's such an arrogant person. I can imagine him. People just wanting him back was enough for him. Mm. Mm, think so. Yeah. <laughs> he does want to come back. I think he does. You know, definitely does. He does. <laughs> so why isn't he back? He then he can because he because you still you still want to win in the next election. You don't want to destroy your party. And yeah, a lot he, of people he, were against him. He could not care about winning the moment he resigned. Yeah, but he's a out. buffoon. Even if he is the best that they got, they couldn't if they. Well, obviously, they probably a lot of people used to that they wanted to or whatever. But if they put him back in, that's them just signing off their own demise. I reckon, man, that's ridiculous. Like in the long run, that's just not. That's just crazy. Yeah. That just shows you how damn bad they are. That's what they had to resort to. Yeah. And I think, I think even with it getting so close and it getting whispered around, I think they sat down and had a conversation and just like, you know what? I don't think we, we can't do. We can't do this. Mm. You get me? I've seen nothing but. Just footage is all resurfacing of Boris in his interviews, just lies after lies after lies after lies after lies. There's no way that man can go back in. It don't make no sense. Someone said in the comments that um, Boris will try and come back. I fully believe it. We'll try and do what? We'll try and come back at the general election. I believe it. But but are you saying come back just prior to, or are you saying after Rishi loses? I think think in the run up to the election, something's going to come out about Rishi. Oh, man. (laughs) Something's going to come out. And then they will position Boris mm-hmm. in there. And maybe Penny would be his psychic. Mm. Yeah, if yeah. there was a general election tomorrow, would you sort of vote? What? I vote for every... What are you talking about? 
have no, to. No, because a lot of people move back there and vote. Now nah, we can't be on here talking about politics all the time and not vote. Mm. Would you vote? At least come here and lie. Asta? I'm definitely voting. Mm. I'm a politics babe now. You better, better ask <laughs> <You> somebody. <laughs> Was that? Yeah, Did you I vote, vote, you said? Yeah, I vote. I don't know who I'm voting for, but I vote. <laughs> okay, <that's> something. Yeah, <laughs> Would you vote, Marks? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd have to. Mm. Yeah, I feel I'd, like I'd have to. Our job requires us, requires us to. Yeah, man. Do you know how cheeky that would be? People actually don't want to hear anything from us. Mm. All this talking and we didn't vote. Wow. <laughs> Bigger scandal Fine. than anything else. Yes. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into our next headlines. What did Brent say? <laughs> I'm telling you, Boris come back, and he's even looked to come across as um, the statesman by saying, "All right, cool, I'm doing it for the party. I'm pulling out," mm. just to kind of start he building wrote. up his rep again. One hundred percent, selfless act. I wouldn't put it past him, man. To be a politician, you have to be a smart guy, you know. Oh, you have to be evil, cunning. Yeah. I would say not smart, not both. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so our next headline. A charter airline hired to remove people seeking refuge in the UK to Rwanda has pulled out of the scheme after pressure from campaigners. So a plane operated by a privileged style first attempted to fly asylum seekers to the East African country in June, but was grounded by an 11th hour ruling by the European Court of Human Rights. The Mallorca-based carrier had become known as the UK government's airline of last resort for its willingness to conduct deportation flights that other airlines refused. But after an email campaign by torture survivors and refugee organizations, Privileged Style has said it will no longer operate flights to Rwanda. The development will leave the UK government in a fix. Two other char charter airlines that previously conducted deportation flights, Titan Airways and Air Tanker, have already ruled themselves out of the scheme. So in a letter to the charity Freedom for Torture, which has led the campaign under the hashtag Stop the Flights, Privileged Style said... Um, it hereby wishes to communicate the following, that it will no longer operate flights to Rwanda in the future, that it has never flown to Rwanda since the one flight scheduled for June 2022, which is the reason for this controversy, was suspended. The UK signed, as we all know, a £120 million deal with the Rwanda government in April to outsource the UK's asylum system as it sought to find a problem, a solution to the problem of the growing number of refugees entering the UK via small boats in the channel. The deal meant that people who had arrived in the UK by regular means, such as by small boats, could be forced onto charter planes and flown to the East African country. It was criticised by human rights organisations because of Rwanda's record as an authoritarian state that repeatedly imprisons, tortures and murders alleged political opponents. Allegedly, of course. This is all a scam. But yeah. Well, at least Rwanda's got 120 mil, man. Do they? Are they got the cash? Yeah. I hope so. Boy, right now they're investing it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Make that money. Living it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And kind of linked to this same asylum seeking thing, um, it's come out that more than 220 unaccompanied asylum seeking children are missing from hotels funded by the Home Office. The hell? Yep. Prompting claims that the chaos stricken government department is presiding over a, cat a, cat a catastrophic. Wow, catastrophic <laughs> child protection <laughs> fit. That's the catastrophic, you know. Catastrophic. I've emphasized too. You know what I'm You're saying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I haven't drinking water today, man. <laughs> Residing over a catastrophic child protection failure. 
So ministers admitted that the Home Office had no idea of the whereabouts of 222 vulnerable children it was meant to be protecting. It's crazy. One child it reveals disappeared on the same day that they arrived at the Home Office ho hotel accommodation and has since been missing for almost a year. The immigration minister, Tom Persglove, gave details of 142 of the missing youngsters, of whom 39 had been missing for at least 100 days. 17 went missing within a day of the Home Office placing them in the hotel. Nine were 15 years old when they disappeared, and 32 were aged 16, according to the data, which includes numbers missing until last Wednesday. The number of missing unaccompanied asylum-seeking children revealed in a parliamentary answer late on Friday raises concerns over the Home Office's decision to start housing children in hostels, hostels and hotels along the southeast coast, keeping them out of the care of local authorities. So they want to do this separately, basically. And the department began contracts with hotel owners in July of 2021 to house children arriving in the UK across the channel on small boats without parents or carers. This is giving child trafficking. Where? Because mm. what do you mean? How can you lose children? It's crazy, isn't it? That's wild. Crazy. And children under your care. These these kids are just out there doing whatever they're doing or taken, like you're saying. Yeah, because granted some of them may have run away, but mm. or they've been taken. Yeah. Because how do you how do 220 escape? Crazy. Crazy. That's but sad. Yeah, that's the end of the headlines. All right. Well, let me catch you up with some gist and let's get into word and road. Okay, so sadly, Nipsey Hussle's grandmother passed away over the weekend. And anyone who is... You guys laughed at the wrong time. What? Yeah, that's wild. What's going on here? Yeah. Can you give them context, please, man? No, do you know what it is? Oh, you thought I'm moving crazy about context. No, do you know it is? You laughed at the wrong... I talked about someone's death. Sorry, guys. So basically what it is, is yeah. Every now and again, I tap rent to put on the ac in it okay but he was moving in it he was moving so oh, i, so I didn't know in it okay so i move here and i saw him laughing and oh that's why. yeah mm. i mean mm. i don't think that helped him much <laughs> but okay <laughs> cool, cool story bro yeah like, cool story bro <laughs> why Damn. is your internet fugazi i don't know what's happened to it I can see that. you're trying to deflect mugs your internet's fine um no it's not no it's not it looks is it not oh i can't even see from the side I can't see where I've got my glasses on anyway. That's better. It's not. Uh, it's still... It's better. Still it's not perfect, it. but... <laughs> Everyone done? Everyone settled? <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's get back into it. So Nipsey's, hus Nipsey's hustle. Nipsey Hustle's grandmother sadly passed away. And um, her name is Mar Margaret Boot. Boutte? I don't know. Boot. But um, yeah, so if anyone listens to like Nipsey and whatever, he's always talked about her influence in his life and how she helped raise him and his brother as well, um... Black Sam, and he spoke about that. Like obviously, she was at she was at his um you know the funeral that was televised and stuff. Mm. She was there and spoke about him and everything, and um she also recently spoke about him when she was there to help with his star when he when he got his star, and she said um his Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's it. She said he was the love of my life, always very respectful. I miss him, but I look at his picture and remember all the wonderful times we had together. I thank my daughter for blessing me with Nipsey and Samuel and Samantha. He will never be gone in my heart. He lives forever. Nipsey, I love you. I miss you. So, so sweet. And also, in regards to even his killer, she actually prayed for him and said, you know, she hopes that he doesn't get killed in um, custody. So, 
she said, I'm praying for him too. I hope he does not get killed in custody. He has enough time to ask God for forgiveness. I'm Catholic. I do believe in prayer and I'm praying for him. He was a young, ignorant situation. That's a good insult. Oh my gosh. That's a good insult. I'm writing that down. And I'm hoping he's sorry for what he did. So yeah, so she's just always been that, you know, all loving and caring and everything and um, sad to hear of her passing. And his sister um, posted my angels and it was a picture of her, Nipsey and his grandma. And then Lauren London also posted a picture of her and said, forever honoured, Granny Gran. So RIP to her and wishing the family healing. And then next as well, people are really wilding over the weekend. So some, oh, there's a girl, yeah, there's a girl who's actually officially Travis, Travis, Travis Scott's ex. Um, but she is his ex from like 2013. And she looks exactly like Kylie. Some people have a type. Mm. Some people really do be having a type. But yeah, so she's Travis's ex from like 2013. And when Kylie and Travis broke up like last year, people basically said that, you know, she was the reason why they broke up. She wasn't really, but they said she was anyway. Um, and then she came out and said, you know, I'm not the reason why they break up and everyone should leave people alone and let everyone kind of do what they're dealing with on their own. And then also recently, well, over the weekend, she then came out, she basically posted a picture of her, like it was like a music video shoot. And then she posted a picture of it and she was standing behind the cameras and you can see Travis in there. And she said, I'm, sh I'm directing, obviously. And it's what I don't like about these girls because if you're going to do something stupid like that, maybe you stand in your truth. So anyway, so she kind of was, so then obviously people were like, oh, because we were not really sure if Kylie and Travis are together anyway. And then people were like, oh, maybe they're back together and blah, 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 blah. So she did all of this unprovoked. No one asked her to do any of this. And then she comes out like, oh, you guys are just making things up. And, you know, this isn't even, I didn't even know, I didn't even know he was at the shoot. So what exactly were you directing then, sis? Okay. And then, um, then Travis came out to speak because basically the fans were going crazy. And then he posted on his story, he said, it's a lot of weird shit going on. An uninvited person was sneaking photos on what was supposed to be a closed set while I was directing a video. I'm saying this for the last time. I don't know this person. I've never been with this person. So please stop with this continuous cyber, cyber games and the fictional storytelling. So he said that and then that, pissed her off even more because she's like what do you mean you don't know me so then she started posting like text messages and apparently they were, a, they were at a party recently together and she left and then he was asking all her friends where she's gone then her friends were calling her up talking about oh travis wants you to come back it was just a whole honestly a whole bunch of foolishness to say the absolute least but the thing with the the i don't know what kylie calls her fans they, all, they take these things very very seriously so they're all camping in her in her what's it called comments and whatever else really and truly because apparently as well and she claimed as well that they spent valentine's day together which is like two weeks after i think kylie gave birth to their son, the, the child and so then travis then posted a picture of a table on valentine's day and it had like lol dolls on there so he was like if you were not at this table which is a table with you know stormy you know kids love the lol dolls it was like, if, you're, if, basically if you weren't at this table, then nothing happened. Like, you weren't with me kind of thing. It's just a whole bunch of back and forth. But uh, there's this trend of girls just going on TikTok and just saying a bunch of nonsense. And then when they get the attention from it that they wanted in the first place, they all start acting all confused. But What, do you think she's lying? No. Okay. I don't, think, I don't really think she's lying. Because I think, do you know what? I think that if... 
there's one thing that can burn a woman yet yeah, is for a man to claim he doesn't know you when you know that you know me. And they got pictures together and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I don't mm. think he's I don't think he's lying because she basically she also said that he's he cheats on Kylie on a regular. So I think that's where he was like, okay, too far, ma'am. But I do think he knows that. I do think that they've probably had something. And yeah. Because he and Kylie have not been steady like that. Do you get me? They're on and off. So you must, you've definitely met at some point. They've been at events together. Like, it's just a bit weird. And she actually had screenshots from her friends saying, Travis is asking for you. Come back. Where are you? Blah, 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 blah. He definitely cheats. Yeah, he looks like that. Mm. Type to do such. But I need to hear from me. But yeah, so um, that's that bit of news. Hopefully she can close her mouth. And then she's all playing victim, talking about, oh, you know, my feelings and blah. Girl, have several seats, please. And then the next bit, oh, in women fighting women, the female empowerment movement, it's in the bin. It really is. So Cardi and Madonna went at it yesterday, on the Lord's Day, on Sunday. So basically, um, what's her name? Madonna has this book, apparently she published like years ago, called SEX. Sex. Yeah, Sex. And apparently she got like, a lot of flack for it and blah, blah, blah. So it's the 30, 30 years anniversary of that. And she decided to make a post. And this is what got Cardi, Cardi's dongs in a bunch. But basically she said, Madonna said, 30 years ago, I published a book called Sex. In addition to photos of me naked, there were photos of men kissing men, women kissing women, and me kissing everybody. I also wrote about my sexual fantasies and shared my point of view about sexuality in an ironic way. I spent the next few years being interviewed by narrow-minded people who tried to shame me for empowering myself as a woman. I was called a whore, a witch, a heretic, and the devil. Now Cardi B can sing about her WAP, Kim Kardashian can grace the cover of any magazine with her naked ass, and Miley Cyrus can come in like a wrecking ball. You're welcome, bitches, with a clown emoji. <laughs> and that's where Cardi said, I have had enough. Like, I'm so done with you guys. I'm over it. So basically, someone was like, oh, these newer artists, you guys always throw in tantrums about being mentioned and you don't even give, you don't even care what context it is, blah, 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 blah. And they're saying that if this is so, if this hurts you so much, you guys wouldn't have lasted 10, 13 years ago. Then Cardi said, y'all are ridiculous. I don't give a fuck who it is. Nobody's going to disrespect me specifically, sorry, especially unprovoked. Are you dumb? And then, um, hold on, wait. And then she basically then went on to say how she paid. She said, I literally paid this woman. She said, I'm sorry, I literally paid this woman her respects so many times because I grew up listening to her. She can make her point without putting clown emojis and getting slick out the mouth. These icons really become disappointments when you make it in the industry. That's why I keep it to myself. And to be fair, Cardi and Madonna have been on a song together on Quavo's, one of Quavo's songs. And um, speaking on that, she then screenshot an article that came out around that time where she spoke about meeting Madonna. And she said, I met my real life idol, Madonna. I can't even believe I performed at her event and it was the most meaningful performance ever. Um, I grew up with my mom, listening to Madonna for hours. I performed Material Girl freshman year in high school, listened to her on all my photo shoots to have super confidence and always mentioned her in my interviews. The best part about, about it is, is she was everything I thought she would be, a liberal, kick-ass feminist bitch. I'm so happy. So she screenshot that to show that she has actually paid her respects to Madonna and she doesn't understand why she's being called out in this manner. And then enter Jason Lee. I have the great connects with the royal family. 
He then came out and said, um, on the phone with Madonna and Cardi, listening to both women share their perspective on the communication going on has broadened their love for each other. Love this. Signed, a fly on the wall. He makes me, he really pisses me off. He really does. And then Cardi then said, I talked to Madonna. It was beautiful. Have a great day. Drive safely, y'all. And then, um, obviously people, they weren't coming at Jason E because they're like, why are you always just trying to be involved in everything? Because in his mind, yeah, he's the Yanla of the music industry. Whenever there's beef or whatever, I think even when JT and Cardi were beefing as well, yeah, he inserted himself in that as well and said he's the one who squashed the beef. And people were basically coming at him like, listen, like, just stop it. And then he said, I saw a few people mad that I am the one to get Madonna and Cardi on the phone. Ironic both came, came to me to settle it and you all want to question why. My question is, why are you so mad? Y'all don't want peace, y'all want drama, and more importantly, you don't want to accept who I am. We definitely don't, Jason. We definitely don't. But then anyways, to conclude all of this, Madonna then did tweet Cardi and said, I love you, I am Cardi B. Um, always have and always will. And then Cardi says, love you. <sighs> That's all what does Jason Lee even look like? Well, Jason Lee. Mm -hmm. He's annoying. He was in love and hip-hop at one point. Let me see if I know this person. Yeah, he was in love and hip-hop and... Um, yeah, I don't watch that. Was it the same guy who called the Queen's Yes. Queen? He's the one who said the Queen died. I've and heard his she, name. I just don't know what he looks like, I believe. And then he doubled down on that and said, guys, I have first-hand account that she's dead because someone... And no, no, no. And then people were like, what are you talking about? How are you in Jason Lee, Hollywood Unlocked? Going to know about the Queen dying and the whole BBC over in her country of residence is not going to know. Then he said that what happened was he, um, one of his staff members <laughs> was, was at an event with like band members Queen or like ex-band members Queen. It's something to do with a band called mm. Queen. Mm. And so the person then hit, heard Queen and dead and then quickly messaged the group chat. Be like, guys, mm. exclusive, royal family, da 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 is it this white brother with a sly high top? Yeah, but he's, um, I think he's um, Latino. I ain't never seen this nigga a day in my life. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, yeah. But big up Jason Leaf is out here, you know, making the girls do what they need to do. Because it's, I'm it's, um, actually over the rap, the rap beef and all that stuff. I just think it's really, really bad. It's not, it's not good at all. It's just really a bad look for women. And do you know what, do you know what's crazy to me about all of this year? All the rap, all the female rap beefs I've reported on, not one track has been released. Not one. Mm. And this is and this is what you guys do. You guys are rappers. Mm. But you're doing Twitter fingers instead. It's irritating. But yeah, but in um, UK news, Lady Lachelle was arrested on Saturday morning what? for fighting. No way. Yeah, there's a whole video. There's a whole okay. <laughs> there's a whole video and everything on um, on Twitter. Someone was on TikTok and. Do you know what? It's so mad because, yeah, like, she's get, literally getting handcuffed. Like, she's about to step into the van. And the guy's like, Lady Lisha, I love your music. Excuse me, it's 5 a.m. in the morning. What are you talking about? Make Is there any footage of the fight? Yeah, she was in a fight with two girls. The Is girl... there footage of the fight, I'm saying? No. Mm. People never uh. recorded good things. So stupid. <laughs> but, yeah, so she was basically, the neighbours basically called the police because they could hear some kind of problems going on, going on outside in Walthamstow at, like, 5 a.m. in the morning. On Saturday morning, and um, apparently she was in a fight with two women, and both women went to the hospital. And I think she's definitely one of she's definitely been charged with two accounts of um, ABH, basically. 
Oh, so she won then. That's good. That is a positive. Look at it that way. On the other hand, she didn't lose her whole weekend. I think being arrested on the weekend is the worst thing that can happen to you. On a weekend, mm. everyone has plans on the weekend. Even if it's just to sit at home and watch a show. Like, it's the worst thing. But anyways, yeah, so um, she will be at the magistrate, magistrate's court today. So I will let you guys know if anything comes out about what happens there. I will let you guys know tomorrow. But apparently the word on the street is that she was talking her ex. Because mm. when I saw the fight, I said, I hope it's not over a man. When I heard she was fighting with girls, I said, at that time of the morning as well, who's really doing that? I really hope it's not that. It wasn't but... It wasn't Peggy Cakey she was fighting, was it? Oh, no. Okay. No, that's her ex, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. But oh. Paige Cake is, um, is she married or engaged, engaged. now? Yeah, but that's why, because it was two. Oh, because it's two women. Two women. Paige Cake is engaged to another woman, so I just thought. Well, we'll see if the Oracle's right tomorrow. We'll see. Hopefully, no, 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 no. I'm not saying this, this is not <laughs> a prediction. Well, you, you did just kind of say it. You did no, say I it. I asked the question. I said, was it Paige Cake? <laughs> I'm not saying it was. This is not an Oracle. <laughs> 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 no, put it on my name. But no, yeah, I hopefully we'll get more information on what happens. And I'm hoping she gets like a suspending sentence or something and doesn't actually, because she's she's doing really well career-wise. So it would be such a shame if she fumbled, like if this fumbles her bag. People need to really, really know what it is they've got to lose and not be risking it all. Because I feel like she's finally getting her flowers and doing amazing things. So it really will be such a shame. But And if she was the aggressor? If she was aggressor, what? If what she doesn't want to start to the bro. Would I still want her to not lose, not yeah, go to jail? Yeah. yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. I think, because you know what? I think it would depend on the circumstance. I do think obviously people should have like self-control and whatever. Mm-hmm. But if she didn't really cause like serious harm, a couple of slaps left the mark, a suspended mm-hmm. sentence is still good. Because yeah. that means if you mess up, any point you mess up, you go to jail. Do you get what I mean? But I just think she's worked really hard that, uh, you know, but it really just depends on... What Don't make it make you shuffle. We'll have to be biased if you want. If you want to support Leisha in her endeavours, then that's fine. Whether she, started it or not. <laughs> <laughs> like, whether she started it or not, we hope she's all right and she don't get in trouble. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just see what happens really and truly. I think it, it really just, yeah, there's a lot of... um. In the words of E-Man, it depends. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> it really depends. <laughs> But yeah, I'll keep you guys updated anyway if more stuff comes out of that, comes out with that. I wonder if she's ever been to jail before. Well, she looked she looked fine in the honestly in the video. She didn't look upset. She looked like, yeah, I did what I did, and it is what it is. She did say something about disappointing, but I wasn't able to pick up the audio wasn't very clear because the guy was too busy doing fan love. It was annoying. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens anyway. But love to all the all those involved. And the girls have been out, out, out there out of hospital now, so they must be fine. They must be good. But yeah, let's begin to people's journal. Let's do it. All right. All right, people. Welcome to the people's journal. I'll give you some economics news. All right. So the first thing is kind of something that I touched on earlier um, when we were talking about how bad Liz trusted. Um, the pound has gained on the dollar. As soon as Boris Johnson dropped out of the leadership race and Sunak became the clear favourite, mm. the pound is doing better, man. Okay, Rishi. You know what I'm it's saying? It's your bad self. Yeah, the market's good. opened up this morning and the sterling stood around 0.4% higher. Mm. Yeah, so one, one pound is equal to $1.13. 1.34, basically. 
Um, also, government borrowing costs also dropped as the markets opened as well. So, yeah, things kind of look kind of positive based on what's going on, especially when you consider on Friday when all this nonsense was happening. Yeah. The pound fell as low as $1.11. So $1.11. So it's up. It may not seem like a big deal, but this obviously, when you consider the amount of billions is out there, mm. it definitely adds up. You know what I'm saying? And like I just said, the government borrowing um, costs fell back. You know what I'm saying? Following Mr. Johnson's decision to be like, look, I'm going to chill this time. You know what I'm saying? Um, the interest rate or the yield on bonds um, due to be repaid in 30 years' time dropped to 3.9%. Um, so, again, like I just said, makes the borrowing, government borrowing cheaper. Um, they apparently hit 5.17% on the 20th of September, which is just after the mini budget and um, after that pledge by Mr. Quarting um, to announce more tax cuts. Remember, he said, I'm going to do more tax cuts, guys, after he did the initial. Um, uh, reveal of his mini budget so yeah th- things just seem to be better because <laughs> trust and quieting are, are just not there that's so you know what I'm saying but again on top of the fact that um boris johnson's not come back and also rishi sunak seems to be a clear favorite i think it's because sunak was a chancellor before mm. so people just see it as well this guy is obviously economically sound he knows something you know what i mean we can't just put it in the hands of somebody else who's not been in that position maybe didn't even study at school if I'm not mistaken, I think Liz Trust, Brent, if you don't mind checking, mm-hmm. actually studied economics in, in uni. Liz Trust? Yeah, I believe so. Just get a refund. <laughs> um, but yeah, so things are looking on a positive. Hopefully things continue to get progressively um, better. You know what I'm saying? Especially if Sunak wins. Philosophy, politics and economics. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. them joint degrees. <laughs> she probably did one module on economics. I was at college. Oh, at college. Okay. College? Oh, yeah. please. Mm. I mean, I studied politics in uni. You guys see how I am on here. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the first thing. Um, what's his name? Mervyn King. He used to be the governor of the Bank of England, right? Mm-hmm. He's come out and he said yesterday, the average earners, rather than the wealthy, will likely be required to pay significantly higher taxes to finance higher public spending in the UK. So he basically said, this is what he said. This is kind of a semi-quote. Right, um, there isn't enough money there amongst the rich to get it back to fund a strong case for some additional public spending designed to help the economy cover recover from the pandemic. Again, for those who don't know, there's so many different schools of thoughts in in economics, right? But the the more center um, right conservatives mm-hmm. are more they like the Keynesian approach, which is more intervention, being involved, mm-hmm. spending to help the economy recover. Things of that nature. The more far right, I'm also free market, step back from, from the economy a bit more and allow and incentivize um, businesses to just do for self. And yeah. that will hopefully make the economy, um, the economy better. So from that, a more Keynesian approach, which is, seems to be what um, Jeremy Hunt, um, Sunak, people like that kind of have that belief system. He's basically saying for us to, in, to continue spending, you're not saying that we should. But he's saying, if you plan to, understand that the bulk of that spending is going to have to come from the average earners, not the wealthy. You know what I'm saying? And again, this, mm. is, this is what I was saying somewhat before. Mm. When, you, when you cut taxes, you don't have to necessarily deal with this type of issue. You know what I'm saying? Not completely, guys. I'm just saying necessarily. Right? So, yeah. So, basically, he came out, like I said, on Sunday, and he um, was delivering this message to the, to the people out there, man, and issued a warning that... Um, Britain may face years of financial hardship that could be more difficult 
you know what I'm saying, um, than the time during the age of austerity under the Chancellor George Osborne. Remember George Osborne, Osborne was a Chancellor under Cameron. Mm. So during that time when they were a bit more stringent with the, with the budget and stuff, he's saying it could be worse than that. You know what I'm saying? Because of you know everything that's kind of happened, unfortunately. So yeah, long story short, he's basically saying we should get back. We should return to another age of austerity, which is, you know what I mean, um, being more careful with our spending and things of that nature. Mm. But um, if these guys insist on having to spend, mm. understand that the spending is going to come from the average earners because the rich, the access to that funds is just not there to, to do everything that we want. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? And I think that's something that people need to consider as well, um, long term, because it will affect everybody. Um, the next thing is to do with um, basically stamps. Do you guys have you guys used stamps recently? Like mm. to post anything? Not recently, Not recently but, no. but occasionally just, I do. Okay. Well, Royal Mail has come out basically saying, look, you guys need to use your stamps. If your stamps don't have a barcode, because you know nowadays they have a barcode. Mm. I didn't know this. But the, these newer stamps have barcodes now. But if your stamp doesn't have a barcode, you need to like kind of use the ASAPD. Because by the first of thirty first of January, they will no longer be valid for postage. They're just trying to get money. Yeah, expensive stamps are as well. Yeah, oh yeah, they've they've definitely gone up, man. It's rude. But yeah, so it says the deadline is exactly twenty six p. Twenty six p. It depends. Well, like one pound twenty six p. Yeah, it depends. Like depending on the thing. But yeah, but we spoke about this on the show like some months back because there was an increase, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, but anyway, he, he's basically saying. Well, they are saying. Romeo is saying. That the deadline is exactly 100 days, um, in exactly 100 days, affects everyday stamps featuring the Queen's profile. You know what I'm saying? Oh, is that why it's changing? It might it might be because of that. But I think it's also because they want to implement the whole barcode thing. Oh, okay. Because they're saying that the barcodes, which were introduced in February, make deliveries more efficient and they improve mm. security, all the type of stuff there. You know what I'm saying? So people can still use, um, after the deadline, um, the themed, commemorative, non-barcoded Christmas stamps, all them type of ones that mm. are themed. You can kind of use those. But anyone that's using like regular barcodes, sorry, regular stamps, yeah, you need to use it by the 31st of January, people. I'd keep one just to have the Queen's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I had some, I'm not going to buy one to keep one. But if I'd had one, I would have kept one. Mm. The Queen's head might sell it for something in the future or something. Yeah, it, it probably won't be a lot of money in the future. Oh, that's dead <laughs> Unless then. it's like after our lifetime. Cause, oh yeah, I'm not keeping the stamp for that long. It ain't going to be all that long. Yeah, use your stamps up, man. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and the last thing is a lot. Okay, I'll give you another one. Um, King Charles is that sounds to, weird. Yeah, it takes some getting used to, man. But yeah, the new king is selling 14 of his mother's horses. Yeah, it's somewhat economic news, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> where's the money going to? <laughs> it's going into his pockets, his uh, pockets after they've taxed him. The rest goes into his pockets. That man is funny, you know. <laughs> How are you going to inherit something and then you're so quick to sell it off less than a month of you even being there? You said I'm not interested, man. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm here for it, man. That's true. All that mm. keeping stuff for legacy. Sell the horses, man. They're going to get some money, though. But to be fair, to be fair, to add a bit more context, um, context, um, them selling horses and stuff is kind of normal. So the Queen used to sell horses as well. So they'll mm. kind of just keep the ones that win, win all the races oh, and stuff like that and kind of exchange. It's, it's, it's their kind of, it's their, their things, their hobby, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like other things, you know, maybe like records. You buy and sell records and stuff, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it is kind of normal. It's not really news, news like that. But yeah, he's come in and obviously he's seen 14 that, you know, don't make the cut. So he's trying to get rid of them. <laughs> and the last thing really 
kind of economic news, but it's really just a, a big up to the Asians, the Indians, rather, who are celebrating Diwali, man. Oh, happy Diwali. Diwali starts today. So, you know, to the Indian yeah. TDA listeners out there, here, all the way in Delhi, all around the world. All around the world, because we're global. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Big up. Yeah, happy Diwali. Happy Diwali. Happy Diwali and then, man. Independence Day. Oh, is it? Okay, nice one. It's what? Zambian <laughs> Independence Day. Gambia. Zambia. Zambia. Okay, big up Zambians. Yeah. Happy Zambian Independence Day. Yeah. I had I had some beef with Zambia some years back. Oh dear. We won't we won't go into it. But no, happy... it's too late. I wanna know. <laughs> what happened? It was more so um the root the things I heard about how the Chinese were going there and doing certain things. You know, similar to how they in Kenya, you know how they're it's closer to home, how they're in Nigeria. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But they were I believe it's kind of a few years ago, so I, don't, I can't remember all the details, but mm. um, the deal wasn't that favorable. It didn't okay. look like it was that favorable. It looked like they were going to have a lot more influence than they should have been having in that country. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And the president seemed to be okay with it. Again, I didn't read up on it um, too too tough. Mm. I think I was just upset when I read it. So <laughs> I said, I've had enough. Oh, you know I get what I'm you, I get but, um, you. More with the government. Yeah. But, you know, um, there's, um, yeah. There's, uh, the Chinese have their own police station in Nigeria now. Do they? Yeah. Mum was, was telling me about it over the weekend. Remember I was saying this in South Africa? Mm. People didn't believe me. It's mad. Now it's in Nigeria. What a goddamn shame. But anyway. You might get a Chinese president. In China? In Nigeria, right? Stay in China. You and know, be president They're not China. saying... That's the thing. They're not, though, are they? <laughs> in Nigeria. But if they actually turn things around they won't. in Nigeria, yeah. would you be backing that particular Chinese president? They wouldn't, though, because basically... Hypothetical. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even live up to that because they're doing a lot of um, really horrible things. Mm. So are you saying he couldn't be a good president because he was Chinese? No, I'm saying they can't be a good president because I already know that they're in there for corruption purposes. If I didn't have anything to go off, then I could be like, oh, do you know what? If they're going to do something good, blah, blah. But I know they're not going to. Like, There's been a lot of um, racism, a lot of um, slavery. Mm-hmm. Going on a lot of mistreatment, as in currently in Nigeria, at the hands of the Chinese so against Nigerian people. Suppose they come in and bring discipline to where it needs to be, and clean up the police force and and the government and whatnot. It sounds like imperialism. It sounds like a new neo-colonialism. That just sounds like you've come here to come and correct our way with African ways. Mm. But you've that been saying this nice. way with in Nigeria, though. Yeah, but we can fix it. We can do it. Oh, is it? Yeah, All right, of okay. You'll have confidence. I mean, in we yourself. haven't yet. If, if, but we if, can. Yeah, <laughs> but if enough of us like do certain things, remember, it takes time. Yeah, we only got independent in in what nineteen sixty, right? It takes time. So we're frustrated. We talk about it all the time, right? But it does take time. Some of us may be going back home. People back home also rising up. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a process. But you you just announced that they had now have the police um system. Yeah, this is diabolical, man. So. They've been allowed access. They've been granted access. Yeah. Unfettered. So mm-hmm. you don't see it getting worse. Going, yeah. I, I, to be honest with you, in, in, in some ways, I definitely do. This is why I've been talking about um, Yoruba and the whole secession thing. You know what I mean? Separating and, and things of that nature. Because I don't really have that much confidence in Nigeria as a, as a country staying together and being prosperous. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want, to be honest with you, them coming to Yoruba land or even going to, the, um, to Biafra and starting to interfere with people who want to govern themselves. You know what I'm saying? If Nigerians vote a Chinese person into power, would yeah. you denounce Nigeria from your person? I mean, that's, I, I mean, would I'm you still want to go back to Yoruba land? Oh, 100%. Yeah, because I'm from Yoruba land. 
you know what I'm saying? My 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 ancestry, uh, my, my ancestry, ancestry is there, isn't it? Suppose they make a a village person. No. <laughs> no. no. And that's where you're done. Okay. That's, that's not happening. <laughs> when I see what um life of BOJ Bodge says, I went to a Chinese restaurant when I was in Nigeria. They didn't rate us at all. They there hate us. There you go. They hate us. But there again, for me, I blame the government because they're allowing and they're selling, they're signing up the lands, the people and everything. I told you guys about the shipment that was stopped and it had like over like 100 penises, I think. What? What? Yeah. The shipment stopped. To, it was going to China and they had like, what? as in it, human as penises. In, as in Ch- Chinese people going to eat penis? I don't know what they were doing, but they basically like... Was it black penises? Yes, because they were Nigerian penises. But so where did the, where, where the people that the penises belong to? The morgue, isn't it? <laughs> Telling you. Yeah, it could be that. That's true, actually, because they do do that. Yeah, kill them and be gone. So should we speculate what they want to do with the penises? No. No? no. What? I think it's for medicinal purposes. <laughs> yeah? Well, smoking dicks. You know, cuz? <laughs> smoking dicks. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, what, sometimes... What, um, what medicinal purposes um, hello? are you aware... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not that well versed in the arts a bit, but I've heard people using like tiger cocky and rhino cocky for certain things. So I'm guessing they're using human cockies as well. I'm guessing they're just going to put it in their cauldron and bubble it up. I don't know what ailments they got or what they're going to use or cauldron. what. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just it. I don't know what. I don't know what they're going to be using it for. But I'm. Just, I would just assume that's what it was for. I mean, because. What else they're gonna do? I don't think they just want to be. I don't think this. I don't think it's for consumption. It might be um dick transplant. The strength of the panther mm. on on the Chinese person. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. How how are you gonna blend the colors in that? <laughs> what? <laughs> so what? The Chinese woman reach the penis, attach it to the to the man, mm. and um, off his girl goes or guy. I think, I think that's the most feasible explanation. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you don't think that's the most, sen- that's the most sen- sensible explanation? <laughs> I, think it makes, I think it makes the most sense to me. Oh, God. I'm sorry this, has ha- this happened in your segment. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I bet you was the man. <laughs> well, back to Big Up Diwali, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone said it'd be a sick Diwali for um, Rishi if he actually wins. Mm, for real. His wife is really pretty. I looked her up. Mm. What are you talking about? Ben, please. Ben, you don't count. Please, Ben. Nah, I'm putting the picture up. Don't disrespect the wife, man. I didn't. (laughs) I didn't. You're questioning. You have to. You're about to question. No, because this is the second time she said something like this. (laughs) I just think it was beautiful. You hold her in that, man. Within reason. (sighs) But yeah, man. I'm not waiting for Ben to put a picture up. Let's go. No, I'm I'm waiting for him to pull up. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Because I know he's not going to put it up. That is my fault, his mum. That's his wife. Okay. Let me see the picture. Is it on the screen? I'll put it up on the screen. Because the wife I googled, she looked nice. Yeah, sure. She's a fashion designer and everything. Yep, oh, is yep. it? Yeah, man. Okay. Woman making money. I told you, the guys the guys these days love it. Oh, yeah? women. You know I can't see far. Don't do that to me. But it's, if it's the same woman I looked up on my Google, mm. it definitely is. She looks like his mum. Okay. Like She looks like she could be his mum. She's older. She's, she's a bit older than him still. Nah, stop it. Look how pretty she is. Did you put on the live chat? I am. But well, she, she does look older though than him. I'm not saying she's pretty I don't or think not pretty. So. I'm just saying she looks a bit old. Don't think so. I don't what, think so. What is she? What colour is she? She's Indian too, she's and Indian. that's why I like the keep it. Anyway. Yeah, 
Someone said one word, Esther's band. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you move on now? Are you, are you done? Yeah. Now she looks pretty in that. Are you guys okay? Little Karma nah. Sutra thing, yeah? All right, this is definitely time to move on. Let's get into our, <laughs> our daily segment, The Rotation. <laughs> Um, welcome back to the rotation, guys. Um, I'm gonna start off with a bit of music news. Um, before, before I, what's that? Why is why is it playback? No idea. Is Mark trying to keep calm this time? It's him. That's you, Mark. <laughs> Nothing to do with me. It ain't gonna have to do with me, surely. Is it not? Not surely. It <laughs> I think it is. Even your screen is looking a bit higgy right now. Surely not I. Have you even say anything? Internet's playing up. Oh, it must be internet. All right. A bit of music news first. So Drake uh, announced the video for Jimmy Crooks off of um, Honestly Nevermind over the weekend featuring 21 Savage. So the video came on and it was him and 21 in front of like eight screens. Drake proceeded to rap his verse off the song and then he stopped rapping and then an announcement popped up on the screen. The announcement is that Drake and 21 have an album coming called Ooh. Her Loss. Okay. It's coming out next week, Friday the 28th of October. So yeah, 21 and Drake have an album on the way. Um, obviously, he just released his um, house album, Honestly Nevermind, on the 17th of June. So this is quite soon after that. Um, expectations, I'll be excited. Drake and 21 Savage collab album. I like 21. Excitement in the room now. Drake hasn't encouraged me in a while. He hasn't what, sorry? Encouraged me okay. musically in mm. a while. Yeah. But I like 21, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Marks? Yeah. Are you, Am are I you looking forward to it? Are you excited um, by this news? No, not particularly. No? Nah. Reasons why? Um, Reasons why? Um, I'm just not. I don't know why. I'd rather him do another one with Future. Okay. I'd have to wait and see it. Like if it's if it's good, then I'll take it in. But like initially, like I saw it and I just thought, okay, we'll just wait and see what this is saying. Yeah. I'm not not excited. I, I just yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, like like Marcus referred to actually, this is uh, Drake's second collab album mm -hmm. with another artist. First being a What a Time to Be Alive with Future in 2015, and this is the f I, well, I believe him and 21 have four songs together previously, so this ain't the first time okay. they've collabed. Obviously, it's gonna be a, a full project. Um. It's called Her Loss. I'm trying to think what would the, 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 the theme be. I like, I think I like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of... I'm here for that, actually. Yeah, I think I think the the, the name excites me a little bit. Yeah. Um, as opposed to uh, Drake and 21 together. But mm. I'm, I'm, I think I think they've got a pretty good track record together yeah. in regards to the four previous songs. Um, they were, just for guys' memory... Uh, remember he had a song called Sneaking with 21 off of Life Is Good. Sorry, not Life Is Good. More Life. Um, Knife Talk from um, CLB. Then obviously Jimmy Crooks off of um, Honestly Nevermind. And then Mr. Right Now, which is 21 featuring Drake off of one of 21's albums. So they've got a history together and now they're giving us, giving us a full, full project. And they didn't even give time to wait. It's coming out next Friday. So oh, damn. I'll have a, a review for you on the Monday. Are you looking forward to it? Um... Not really, and I'm not. Really, I'm not really excited. I'm not excited. I'm not. Okay. I'm not a Twenty One Savage fan, mm. uh, so that's that. Um, I like Drake, but I'm not a, a Drake super fan. So, but I'm just. I'm interested to hear what it sounds like, mm. especially 
you know, this album's come quite soon after his last release. Mm. Um, so we'll see. Okay. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. All right, more music news, more music news, sorry, and an album that I am really looking forward to. Nas has announced the third installment of his King's Disease series with King's Disease 3, KD3, which would drop on the 11th of November. This is the third installment of the King's Disease series, his fourth album in, in two years, fourth album with Hit Boy um, altogether, and, you know, almost 30 years since his debut. He's releasing music like a new artist, really. Seems hungry. Revitalized. This is a, an unprecedented run for someone in the game for so long. So yeah, looking forward to that. Um, yeah, that's 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 the news. All right, and then let's get into some some music. So, any uh, GZ fans in the room? E man, Marks, no. Okay. Yes, sir. GZ, that married the Asian one. Yeah, yeah. So Young GZ released a new <laughs> mixtape with DJ Drama called Snowfall. Uh, Seventeen tracks, forty-eight minutes long. Features from Little Dirk, uh, Forty-Two Doug, ESTG. Uh, this is a this is a return to form for Jeezy. Oh, is it? Yeah, for me, and I've yeah. seen a lot of talk online as well. Uh, I think everyone kind of shares my uh, my sentiment because his last few few albums, Mr. Mm. Mark, completely for me. Uh, but this is this is the Jeezy that we've been missing. This is for me his best best project since uh, TM One uh, mm. which came out in two thousand eleven. Um, this is this is proper vintage Jeezy. Uh, I, f- I feel like he's got his street swagger back. Okay. Uh, you know, back to that soulful trap music. Quality street music, um, production's great. You got beats on there from Justice League and Don Cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, grown mature, but still, still trap. Um, I feel like an album's coming as well because there was a leaked track list uh, that featured um, features from Rihanna, Kanye, Post Malone. But people expected those songs to be on this on this, one. this project because mm-hmm. the track list got leaked last week. This came out. Those songs that featured Rihanna, Kanye, and Post Malone weren't on there. So some are saying that those are for his album, which might come along later this year or next mm. year. People are really excited about Rihanna feature because obviously I think Rihanna hasn't released or done anything for a while, according to her, her fans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so people are excited to see her name. It was like it was they had like the writing on like a, a whiteboard, okay. and the whiteboard was kind of it was kind of blurred out. Um, so yeah, um, in terms of tracks, I recommend you checking out on this project. Uh, Snowfall, the title track is big, uh, one hundred. Big Snow, My Accountant, Grammy. Those are all songs that I really, really enjoyed. But yeah, this is this is this is a return to form for me for Jeezy, man. This is a, this is the Jeezy that I've, I've been missing, man. Proper proper trap music, great beats. Um, you know that real, real, real cocaine music. So shout out to Jeezy. And lastly, let's bring it to the UK. Any suspect fans in here? Suspects OTB, no quiet room. Say nothing. <laughs> um, suspect OTB released a new project called Trillville. Mm. Uh, his first project in two years. For those who don't know, Suspect is like is affiliated with Gigs, Tiny Boost. Mm. He's, he's from Wharf Road. He's a po- affiliated with like um, SM1 and all that. Um, short project, eight songs, twenty four minutes, nice and easy. Features from Gigs, Tiny Boost, Flights, Fee Gonzalez, Shy Simone. If you know uh, about Suspect, he always gives you a lot of high energy, mm-hmm. and this is kind of tapping into that as well. High energy brand of hip hop. He's a little bit off the cuff as well, a little bit unorthodox, which I like as well. Um, for me, he kind of fell off in the past recent years. I wasn't feeling his last few releases, but this one I, I really liked, to be fair. Um, I think this is kind of back to what I liked from him. A lot of swagger, bravado, ad-libs, a lot of, you know, dark beats, trappy beats, hip-hop, fusion type beats, but still that high-energy smack talk that I like from Suspect. So mm. definitely check it out. Um, my favourite songs on there, 
uh, Torch featuring Tiny Boost. I think those two are a great combination. Whenever they hook up, they 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 produce magic. Uh, and then a song called No Trouble, which is like a club banger as well. Check that out as well. Uh, but yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. I'll definitely say that it makes makes my rotation. Same with Jeezy as well. I'm definitely gonna spin that in the gym and you know on my drives. But yeah, that's it, man. It wasn't it wasn't a great week to be fair for uh, music releases. I, I I dug deep. I listened to quite. I listened to one or two things, but nothing really. I, I tried to listen to a woman called Armani Caesar. I'm not sure you guys heard of her. Mm-mm. No. Um, she signed to Griselda. That's um, Benny the Butcher, mm. Conway. And them. I tried. I got halfway through her album, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't touching my soul. You really don't like British rappers, though, do you? Like who? You what, didn't you listen to Teflons? I I didn't know he released anything until late yesterday, and by then it was it was too late. Yeah. Okay. Why are you smiling when you said that? I know. I love. I love British rap. I love British rap. I love British <laughs> rap. Graham, but um, no, I didn't realize he released anything until late yesterday, and by then I was like, because even all my um, there's different pages I check. They detail all the new releases. I didn't see his his name on the list on any on my pages. So I, maybe it was a a quiet release. But yeah, I need to. Li- I need to listen. To it. I ain't listened to it yet. If you but... if you want me to listen to it and do it tomorrow, we can do part two tomorrow if you want. But yeah, I was I was I was unaware until late yesterday that he actually released something. So my my apologies, Margo. Can you, I was just say, huh? Margus, can you just um <coughs> reset your router and come back? Thank you. Alright. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> He's fed up, boy. He's had enough. Um but yeah, all right, to, to summarize, Drake and 21 Savage, new album coming out next week, Friday, called Her Lost. Check that out. Nas King's Disease Free will be with you for those for those who care. 11th of November. Um, Jeezy, Snowfall, check it out, please. If you're into Jeezy, into trap music. And then Suspect, OTB, Trueville, check that out as well. And I'll be back next week. Love to see it. Thank you, Mr. Rotation. Let's get into our last headlines for today. Let's do it. Okay. So this um, headline takes us to Nigeria, man. To Yoruba land, in fact. Um, Brent? Mm. Yeah, so the Oni... Of Ife, Oba, Anytime, Adeyeye, Ogunusi, Ojaja the Second. That's a strong name. I'm telling you. That's a strong, big up Yoruba men out there, man. That's right. He has <laughs> added his fifth wife to his family. Can we have another one, Brent? No, we can't. <laughs> 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 but don't encourage, don't woo. Hold on, who's, who's, this, who's this man? The or king of, of Ife. Ife. Oh. Yeah, so he's the king basically of all Yoruba land. He's our, our top, top, top. Is Oba. he a handsome man? Yeah, of course he is, man. I'm going to be the judge of that. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> so the new queen, Ronke um, Ademilui, got married to the king on Thursday, last week. Uh, this came right after the wedding Thanksgiving celebration of the king's marriage to Mariam Anako, which was held just a day before the Oni's 48th birthday celebration, which is on October the 14th. Mm. So as you could tell, obviously, yeah, those two marriages happened quite quick. But you get a bit more context as I, con- as I continue. So the palace was filled with uh, much excitement as the people of Ife converged to celebrate the king grand style. Though the traditional ruler was not in attendance, his royal guards and maids, palace chiefs and royal staff were there to represent him, right? So you lot heard correctly, yeah? He wasn't in attendance. Sorry. No, I didn't hear correctly. <laughs> it was his wedding, but That's he wasn't there. There's other things to do. But was the bride there? Yeah, of course. She, she was, yeah, of course she has to be there. Who is she married? 
And do you know what's mad about Nigerians? They put a picture of you. I know they put a picture of him. Maybe. But he had a lot of people representing him, so. Do represent. I want my husband representing my husband. <laughs> the heck? I don't think my, if I'm, my sister might tell me I'm incorrect. But I think my parents didn't get married in this, together. I think my, it's over the phone. There you go. I think my mum was there. Okay. And he wasn't there. And they called him. I think so. Well, he's doing his shopping. He's like, yeah, I yeah, I, I do, no, I no, do. No, no, he was abroad, I think. Yeah, exactly. He was, was, was abroad studying. I think it was in Germany. Okay. Elima, if I'm wrong, text me now and let me know because my sister's watching. <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the story. Oh, So it doesn't matter how it happens. It does. Uh, do you know what, again, do you know what actually I'm learning? It's preference. There you if go. sis is happy for it, well done, sis. You're the mm-hmm. fifth wife. Congratulations. There you go. And just, just to add context, she's not just like some useless... Not saying any woman is useless, but yeah, she's not yeah, like she's a nobody, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. his new wife is a lawyer. She's an entrepreneur as well. Yeah, well everyone in Nigeria is a lawyer though. No, but she's a... <laughs> <laughs> she's Law started. is the most common degree then. We're, li- we're a nation of liars. It's yeah, that's, funny that's that. why you need to be lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> but she got her degree, if, um, if I'm not mistaken, in the UK. So she goes okay, back. Yeah, yeah. So she's like us kind of, right? Yeah. She's a single mom of one. And she's the founder of the popular fashion showcased platforms AFWN and AFWL, which is Africa Fashion Week Nigeria and mm. Af- Africa Fashion Week London. So she's the she she founded all of that type of stuff, right? Sick. And the wedding, which is the monarch's fifth in less than two months. There you go. That was the another. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to need you to pause before the last sentence that you're going to say. I will indeed. Because. <laughs> and it took place in Oshun State mm-hmm. on Thursday, like I said earlier. All right. <laughs> Guys, brace yourself. <laughs> brace, because while I was checking to see whether this man is a Zeddy or not, he isn't. Um, <laughs> I found out this news. So, Iman, please, please let them know. The Oni Ovifer, that great man, the Yoruba king. The head of all Obads in Yoruba land is also rumored to be marrying his sixth wife, Temi Tope Adeshegun, later today. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, Good women business. are down bad. <laughs> we are done out here. But are they really? They're we, all going to be enjoying life. Do you know what? Again, because we've, okay, Iman and I were talking off air, and yeah. just because I'm a woman of transparency and growth and all that kind of crap, um, I did say, do you know what? I. Can't understand why some women get married to men who already have wives. Mm. Um, it works for some people. Mm. I can accept that. However, I did say with absolute certainty that it's not for me. It really isn't. And I was saying how I feel like God creates each person with what it is that they can tolerate and what they can't tolerate. And with certain personality traits and characteristics that helps you in your future, in your life endeavors, right? Yeah. And I think that women who are able to have their man to share dick right <laughs> i think that they are a certain type of women mm. for me even the thoughts in here of my man coming to my bedroom after i know he just left another woman's bedroom i want to i want to i'm again i'm getting lightheaded right now it probably wouldn't be straight after it'd yeah. be like the next day no we can we can rest round one wasn't that great like you know i'll get around to you from esther i don't think you're gonna be doing this gonna be walking from room <laughs> to room some of them do if you're if you're greedy enough to want six wives, mm. two in the space of a weekend, I don't see what's holding you back from going and chopping three of your wives in the same night. That is some people's fantasy. Do you get what I mean? Mm. But yes, I, I can accept that it's for some people. Yeah. 
Um, and I think if a woman's fine with it, then that's absolutely fine. Am yeah. I judging? I can't help but to. Mm-hmm. But all the best all parties involved and um, big up his sixth wife and they're getting married with with a man not being there. That's yeah. I want to know what the benefits of being his wife is. Yeah. I need to know because there's got to be more. If if my husband is not present at my wedding at my wedding and I'm the fifth wife, mm-hmm. I need to know what the benefit of that is. Yeah, but I, th- I think generally, to be fair, like as we know, a lot of them don't get married for the same reason people in this country get married. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of these things are political reasons. Maybe she adds something to his life. Um, he adds something to her life. Having mm-hmm. children, this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? There must be benefit all across the board. Yeah. yeah. Across yeah. Again. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah, th- yeah, there must be benefit across the board, you know what I'm saying? So I think sometimes, like, we who are hearing this have to try and take ourselves out of our mindset of why we ourselves wouldn't get married. Because mm. I think it's completely different to them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's more status, it's more so political um, benefits mm. across the board, yeah, and you know what I mean? Both ways and stuff like that. So it's, it's different, you know what I'm saying? Um, and the reason why I mentioned who... Um, yeah, like so echo comes. It's, it's different. Um, um, and the reason why I mentioned... Um, okay. Bring it up. Ain't blaming me because I'm not even speaking. Yeah, but it's coming from your channel. Are you playing the live? I just saw bare spit come out of Mark's mouth. I'm just. I can't. Someone said to you, um, "Is it fixed now?" Yeah. Okay. Um, Kevin Thompson said, Esther's just lucky to be living as a European white woman, ironically. You know what, Kevin? Call me Karen. Call <laughs> me Karen if that means I get to have one husband who is for me and I am for him. That is my calling. There you go. Yeah, so everyone, everyone's different. And the, and the yeah. reason why I mentioned um, the woman's credentials as well is just to kind of highlight that she's not... She's not doing our desperation kind of thing. Like she's you know got her saying? own. Yeah. yeah you know and I, mean? I, I respect that. Yeah. I love a boss babe, man. It wasn't maybe just someone just said, oh, you know, we're just going to marry you in. And mm. it was arranged when she was a little girl. And there must yeah, be something a... benefiting her as well. You know what I'm saying? These are not idiots. It definitely comes saying? with like, especially with Nigeria. Like Nigeria, Nigerians love a lot of status and like yeah, notoriety. Yeah. It mm-hmm. definitely comes with some kind of... 100%. Like it comes with it comes with status. It comes with something. 100%. And as um, a king as well, we, we've all known historically, all the um, previous Obas as well, they have multiple wives. Yeah, they do. So he has to have his too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's a good thing that if he's going to have um, multiple wives, these are wives that can actually contribute mm. to what's going on in in Yoruba land yeah. and business and this, that, and the third. And he can add to their lives as well, rather than just maybe women who just say, yes, yes, sir, yes, sir, yeah. every every day. You know what I'm saying? But actually doing things for themselves. Yeah. So I think it is. it, it can be at least a, a positive thing. I wouldn't want to have sex with him, though. You wouldn't? No. I, I think, to be fair, some of these women probably don't. Yeah. Maybe, maybe occasionally. You better go to you know wife number three, boy. Yeah, because I, I, I don't think they all live in a the palace. They probably got other places. They're doing oh, other yeah, things. They do you know their what I'm saying? Things, that's true. Yeah, like I remember his first wife, or at least the first wife when he became the king. Um, she was a um, humanitarian. She still is to this day. So she, she does things. All of them do things. He's you know got I mean? a good. Um, yeah, he, he's not choosing CV for women. He's not choosing people who just do nothing. Yeah, you know what I mean. And the wife that replaced her, because you know they fell out, whatever. Um, she was a Christian. She was a she was a prophet. She was probably well. shocked he wanted to marry the second wife. <laughs> Maybe sounds like me. Maybe, but you know what I'm saying. So anyway, long story short, I'm just trying to say that they're not just yeah. village girls, for example. Mm. You know, no disrespect to those, of course, as well. But they they do things. You no, know, but what I'm it's, it's true. I think when you think of a, a man marrying multiple women, mm-hmm. 
you kind of give it that savior, like he's saving her from yeah, something. But exactly. I like the I like the fact that these women have their own and they're doing yeah. what they want to do and they're yeah. actually successful women. Big mm-hmm. up them, man. Yeah, hundred percent. And hopefully mm. the marriage is not like the other ones where they're broken down. You know what I mean? Hopefully they gain something and these people can all be happy. You know what I mean? So how many wives does he like, does he currently, currently have? Five wives currently, and six yes. by this afternoon. Yeah. So he had. Yeah. So if are, all are we counting the, the one he divorced as well? No. If we okay, were, okay. if we we're counting all of those, if I'm not mistaken, it'll be eight. Yeah, so I think he had one before he was even considered a king. Okay. Yeah, when he was a regular guy mm. in London, you know what I'm saying, doing stuff. For and example. she's not around? No, no, no. I think oh. I th- they split up for other reasons. Okay. Right, and then um, he had his second one when he became the king. So that was meant to be his first official. Mm. They split up. Then he had another one. They split up recently, actually. I think early this year, unfortunately. And um, yeah, but he apparently that was one of those where he felt bad. Like he was trying to get her back and all sorts oh, is it? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. so yeah. Like, yeah I mean it is what it is isn't it my granddad's brother had he's got kids all over the world mm. I don't know if you ever heard of um, Ajala Traveller no he basically travelled around the world with um, a motorcycle and a oh, motorbike yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've heard of him yeah that's my granddad's brother okay. oh, wow. so yeah he's got um, hella like kids be popping up wow like, my mum would just get an email on a random Tuesday afternoon and someone's like, oh, da-da-da, I'm his son. Da-da-da, like, I know, if, I know about your dad and blah, blah, blah. Like, mm. And she meets a cousin like that. She meets cousins yes. like... Well, does he wow. have his kids on his his journey? That's yeah, I think, say, I think yeah. he was planting seeds as he was going along. Okay. Because even after he yeah, he's dead now, but mm. even after he died, like, there was hella kids just coming out and women coming Hold out. On, like, when, when, when did he pass away? Years ago. Oh, well, maybe it's a different guy then. Because there's a guy that I've seen recently online who's Nigerian. Yeah. And he's driving by motorcycle across. Oh, I'm not sure. Across the world. He's definitely he's definitely passed away because I, okay. I believe my granddad was right. the last. This this is this is a different guy. Then. Yeah. But yeah. Interesting man. Yes, and our second headline is also um, Nigeria based as well, but this is the Nigeria Nigeria's first lady apologizing actually mm. to Nigerians. So Aisha Buhari, who is the wife of Nigeria's president, um, has said we must apologize to Nigerians as her time as first lady draws to an end. Speaking to BBC News Pigeon, she said in three different parts of the interview, yeah, she said, people expected so much from us. And maybe after seven years, we haven't done to the expectation. Mm. Only God knows what is in somebody's mind. Right? <laughs> that is a funny man. <laughs> he also said, so the government, they have really tried. They have done their best. But maybe it's not, maybe it's still not the best to others. And the last thing she said also, um, to them, they have done their best. Again, speaking about the government. Well, only God knows. So we must apologize to Nigerians whether we have met with their expectations or not. We must apologize to Nigerians whether we have met with their expectations or not. This is a lot today. Yes. <laughs> so, what are you on me for? Huh? Okay. What'd you say? Love it. <laughs> All right. So Mrs. Buhari, um, she didn't clarify in which areas she thinks the Nigerian government could have done a better job, but President Muhammadu Buhari's administration has faced criticism for failing to bring Islamist violence and armed gangs under control, also failing to end corruption and deliver more jobs, as well as also carrying out brutal attacks um, on citizens who protest in such, in such movements such as NSARS two years ago. She also said, I'm not into government activities. My own is to support them, either on health or education. I don't go into details of what they do. My office, I run it like an NGO just to receive people. That's what she said. What she needs to do is at her husband directly. <laughs> if that is her husband, <laughs> you guys know, you know. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So as President Buhari prepares to step down after two terms in office, Nigerians are guaranteed a new president when they go to the polls in office. February. Nigerians are guaranteed a new president when they go to the polls February. Yeah. It's a lot. But yeah. Um, that's the end of the headlines. Right, well, let's get into the reaction, our sports headlines. Are we gonna... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because so. yeah. he looks to be in uh, denial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's not it coming from his phone. Yeah. I'm assuming it's not, but whatever it is, it's, it's happening on his channel. All right. So, we're here at the reaction. Uh, so, I'm sure you guys watch the football. There's a lot of um, football this weekend. Mm. So, let's let's start with um, Liverpool. Um, they lost to not in the Forest. It was a result no one saw coming. Not in the forest, started the day bottom of the Premier League table. Liverpool had just won um, three in a row, including their 1 0 victory of Man City, which we spoke about. But when referee Paul Tierney blew his final whistle to confirm Forrest's surprise 1 0 win, Liverpool's winning run was in ruins, with the Reds still without an away win in the league this season. Liverpool boss uh, Klopp said it feels as low as possible. Massive, massive blow because I had no idea how we can lose this game, to be honest. He went on to say, it was, it was, it's a good day's work. That's it. We need to crack on. It's a good day's work. That's it. We need to crack on. <laughs> Liverpool, who are 11 points behind leaders Arsenal, having played one more game, struggled to create chances from open play as they slumped to a second successive away defeat in the league. Klopp said afterwards, it's a big blow for us because we came here and wanted to get three points. In normal circumstances, we should have won this. Given the team six clear chances after a set piece, I'm not sure where I should put the praise, to be honest. Nottingham Forest are a great team and Steve Cooper's a great manager, but we have to win here and we didn't. So credit to Nottingham Forest. Yeah, well, credit to them, isn't it? There's, there's no easy games in the Prem, though. I think this... Uh, True. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's evident of that. But listen, I'm, I'm, any points Liverpool lose, I'm happy about that. But I'm, I was, I was, when I saw I was, I was shocked, I was surprised. Yeah. Considering, considering where Forest are in the league. Um, mm -hmm. But big up Forest, man. Oh. Newcastle also beat uh, Tottenham two one. Yes, that was that was my weekend's um, consolation prize. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So Newcastle's revolution under Eddie Howe, gathered pace as first half goals from Callum Wilson and Miguel Amaron landed a, a statement two one win at Tottenham um, on Super Sunday. So Wilson put Newcastle ahead in the thirty first minute when, after chasing a through ball, he collided with the keeper um, Loris. Um, who went down after contact with the Newcastle forward? Um, the strike was the first. Striker was the first to, to the loose ball and lobbed the keeper and Eric Dyer to grab the opener, uh, with a VAR check confirming no foul had been committed. I heard how um, basically it looked like the keeper was just looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So um, Newcastle doubled their lead five minutes before half time as well through Amiron. Loris's poor attempted uh, pass was headed down. By Sean Longstaff to Amaron, who dribbled past Ryan Sessignon and Clement Lenglet um, before he fired under the Spurs keeper to make it 2 0. Harry Kane, of course, scored his customary goal against Newcastle to give Conte side hope, but it would not prevent a second straight Premier League defeat, with a result moving the visitors up to fourth position, two points and a place behind Spurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Marx's team, man, uh, drove Chelsea. How how was that, Marks? Can I even talk? Huh? Can I talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We can hear you. 
Oh, it's all right, yeah? It's not, well, it's not. no. You don't look clear, but we can hear your voice. My looks fed up, man. Don't worry, I'll talk for you. <laughs> go on, man, speak for me, man. Speak all right, so just round up the other results, and then we can just quickly go game by game. In it. Uh, so Everton beat Crystal Palace 3-0. Uh, big up Evan. I want to big up actually Alex Robby actually, ex Arsenal player. He's quietly putting in some great performances. I think he got, I think he got two assists yesterday as well. Um, he's he's playing quite well this season. So big up Alex Robby. Well. Um, he's, he's playing quite well this season. So big up Alex Robby. I'm gonna wait because I hate this. What's going on? Mm. All right. Uh, next we got Man City beat Brighton three one. Um, they're now two points uh, behind Arsenal. As we said just a second ago, Chelsea and Man United drew 1-1. That was the result I was kind of hoping for, to be fair. Just considering where they both are on the table and how many points there are behind Arsenal, I was hoping for a draw. Um, and then uh, Leicester City, uh, they frumped Wolves 4-0. Um, Yuri Tillemans scored an absolute screamer. Mm. Absolute worldy of a, of a mm. goal. Um, Aston Villa, this is funny. Um, obviously, uh, Gerrard got sacked. Yeah. Um, a couple of days ago, and then their first game, you know, after he got sat, they won four <laughs> 0 So was so was Gerard a problem? Wait. Um, yeah, they beat Brentford four 0 Um, goals from Ings and Bailey as well. Then my team, Arsenal, we drew one one with Southampton. Man, frustrating game. Frustrating game. Um, what is that a side note? You don't drop points, and it's just a, that's just a side note. You ain't talking about it. I ain't even finished my <laughs> spiel, nigga. <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get there. So yeah, Arsenal drop points, drop points. Disappointing loss to Southampton. Sorry, not loss. Well, it, it felt like a loss. Disappointing draw at Southampton. Um, I feel like we played well in the first half, played poor in the second half. Um, we had some decisions that didn't go away. I believe it was a penalty on Jesus, but you know, referee referee was moving mad. Even there was a little altercation between, oh, who was it, man? One Southampton player like tried to headbutt in Kier actually. And tried to grab his throat as well, and all you got was a um, yellow card, which I thought I thought was a bit weird. But all in all, around that game, it just seemed like it was bad, bad refereeing, missed chances by Arsenal, and a missed opportunity. To be fair, to to keep the the gap uh, at four points with City, so I'm, I'm disappointed with that. Um, then we got to round up, Fulham beat Leeds three two, and my consolation prize was the fact that Newcastle beat Tottenham two uh, one. Uh, Arsenal drew, but uh, at least uh, Tottenham lost. To be fair, in terms of the top six, it wasn't a great weekend apart from Man City. Man City's the only team from the top six who won. Um, Arsenal drew, Liverpool lost, United and Chelsea drew, um, Tottenham lost, so Man City took all the spells. Man yeah. City took all the spells, really. Um, but yeah, man. How many points are we behind Man City? Oh, sorry, ahead of Man City? Two. 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 Um, I still want to hear Brent's thoughts, actually. Brent, I'm, I'm obviously Jesus hasn't scored now in a couple of games. Um, I was never really convinced that him and Nketiah were it. Obviously, goals have dried up in it. Last two games, Greta Xhaka scored. Big up Xhaka as well, actually. Xhaka's yeah. having a sixth season, man. Big up Xhaka. Um, but Brent, I think in January we need we might need to get a striker, you know. Yeah, but we needed one. Um even when uh, no, Jesus was banging them in. We did. We need to. We need a proper striker, not Enketia. No, no, for 100%. But I feel like Arteta's and Arsenal's thing was to get a winger and a midfielder. They, I felt like they felt like Enketia and Jesus was it. Nah, no, nah, no, nah, impossible. They knew full well they needed a striker, but we didn't make Champions League. Okay, okay, okay. I hope so. 
and okay. and Jesus is just going through a little spell right now. He's been playing good. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm not worried. I'm not worried um, about him per se. I just feel like Enketia off the bench. No, Enketia's not the answer. But not he the never answer. was the answer. He was never. No, he was never the answer. But to go into the season with just him is what I'm saying. It was. It was a bad decision. And I don't. I don't think they had a choice because of the money. Nah. We were definitely looking for. No, no, we were definitely looking. Were we? All yeah. all summer, it was all about wingers, Rafinha, Jays. It was never really about another striker. Early on in the window, there was talks about Samaka, uh, but apart from him, there was no other talk about a striker. Really, it was more so about a winger. No, nah, I forward. believe I believe that they um they were had, they had conversations and one hundred percent because there's there's no way he can be um a coach or a manager with his waiting so and he doesn't know and get isn't the answer. Yeah. Impossible. But yeah. Oh, he's rating Eddie. What's that? Am I still fucked up? No, oh, you're, you're right, better, actually. You're better. Oh, uh, saying no, he's rating Eddie, man. He's rating Eddie. That's no, he's not. He's... He's Gave not. him a new contract and that. What does that mean? Bro, it's the line. value of him, we need to make sure and keep that when we need to sell him. It's... Anyway. When I was telling you that you needed a striker when he was scoring goals in the beginning of the season, no one, everyone thought I was chatting shit. Now all of a sudden, everyone, where do you get these statements from? You's not in it. I was arguing. You's not. You, you's not. Anyway, I I don't don't remember you saying this. He didn't. He's just trying to wind me up. I didn't. What I was, I made the point that um, um, what was the point that I was making? I was trying to drive home. Yeah, go on. Okay, cool. All, All last. No, it's not making up. I was saying all last season. Everybody was screaming, Man City needed a striker. Man City needed a striker. They proved, they pretended like they played the whole season without a striker. But who was there? Gabriel Jesus. Then Yuzlok bought him from City and then pretend, and then all of a sudden he's a striker. I'm saying like, no, you need more. Like, I told you like this. What did I, I say in response this. to this fictitious conversation? Yeah, this, this, I can't remember. This, 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 right, this cool. convo never happened. Of course it didn't. It happened in his head. What do you mean never happened? We the, the stuff's on on camera. I can't bother to troll through and find it, but if I, someone could be bothered you, to go find it. You saying that? What did I respond to you? Did I say no, 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 no? We've got all the strikers we need. I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't. I don't remember. What I said. Yeah. Well, if this conference did happen, it I don't. Is. I don't believe me and Brent were saying no. All we need is Jesus. I don't think we would have said that because I, I don't because I don't believe that. I don't think all we need is Jesus and Nketiah. I believe we need a, another striker. He's not gaslighted me. Top top teams don't just have two strikers and one striker being Eddie and Nketiah. That's that is, that is not it. These are were fine when the when the goals were free flowing and stuff. These are were cool. That's all I remember. I'm still fine to be honest. I like the fact that it is that we are still top of the league. I like the fact that it is that we even drew. I like that we didn't lose. Yeah. Obviously, we could have scored a few goals before. Why would you have lost? You were leading. Have. Sorry. Why would you have lost? You was leading. You haven't lost your last 18 when you scored first. Why would you have lost? You mean you're happy you didn't Glad lose? Glad we didn't lose. Was... I don't understand. That shouldn't even have been an option for you, Zlot. The reason I'm moving, anyway, but... that's to show you how our uh, mindset has changed. Mm. The fact that is we're talking like this. Yeah. Which is great. I like that. All right. Now that you're back, what's, what's your thoughts on um, Chelsea United's game? Um, we 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 dropped the ball on that. It was a good tactical battle. We probably had the first 30 minutes, didn't capitalise on it. And then when when he changed up the midfield and brand Kovacic on, they got more control of the game. I think second half they was better, not still not particularly too threatening, but they was better and we was probably worse. I think all in all, I think all in all a draw was a was a was a fair result. I was pissed when the penalty went in. I 
I thought we was going to lose it. Obviously, there's four minutes to go. I thought we was going to lose it. And I wasn't like livid like that. It was just a bad result. The performance, the performances have been good over the last few weeks. You get me? So I think all in all, a draw was a draw was fair. Can't 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 complain, can't knock it. To to to, to grab it in the depths like that just shows fighting spirit, you know, and camaraderie and them things that all the things that you want from a good team. So yeah, can't complain. I told you that. When you thought was going crazy when we lost to, to to City, I told you that's in keeping with what you kind of would expect. After, like the next few games, we're gonna get back to business. We've got undefeated. Probably the um worst result will probably be the dropping points to Newcastle at home because I feel like we should have done that one. Though we had enough opportunities to win it as well. But um yeah, man, it's just more, more of the same, man. Just back to building, back to growing. Looking like a good team. I told you, just don't get too ahead of yourself. But you didn't want to listen. No, but what's that got to do with anything? I don't know. Where is it? <laughs> Who are you be talking to? I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you too. I'm talking to you too. I'm not talking to the people at home. I'm directly talking to you. No, too. but me and Brent never said anything bad about United. We we just we were just uh, picking up arting, and you were just putting arting down. No, that's not true. That's it's not true. true. That is true. That's not true. That is true. But, no, no, but Brent, pick up Arsenal. I've, I've, I've been putting you down. I've been calling. I've been. I've been singing Arsenal. Me and Brent ain't put United down at all. You, he just said he's been singing Arsenal's praises. No, you haven't. That's what he just said all season. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. <laughs> okay. 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 This is a high level toxicity you're showing right now to your bridges. That is terrible. Absolutely terrible. But yeah, all right. That's 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 the reaction. God damn. Esther. That, was very, that was fantastic, guys. That was amazing coverage. Very proud of you guys and what you guys really do with this sports stuff. Um, well, let's get into Dan out here. My Dan out here is going to be really short and sweet. I just want to put something into the air and let you like, just digest it and take it however you want. I haven't got too much opinions on it, but... Um, So, Jordan Gray, okay, is a transgender singer, comedian, whatever whatever they see themselves as cool. Friday Night Live on Channel 4, live for the whole world to see while they was doing their bit, playing the piano, they decided to jump up, strip naked, and then start playing the piano. With 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 his dick. I just think <laughs> with hood dick, bro. No, I'm not saying that. Are you? I just think you that are bringing people. You're bringing you're bringing people back ten years. You're not doing no good. You're 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 enemy of progress. You know, like obviously, like transgender people go through a lot. There's sentiments in society, are whatever it is, and like people have been doing a lot to work towards equality and all of these things. And I think stupid displays and acts like that don't do the community any favors whatsoever because this is what i'm trying to say i've got to read this i'm trying to read this out look channel four faces furious backlash after transgender comedians stripped naked live on air and played keyboard with her penis how did you write that like, that don't even make how, how can it be her penis this is don't make this don't make no sense to me and this is what i'm trying to say you've just fucked up everything you like like I said, I just think you're just going to bring yourself back to the fucking Stone Ages, especially with when there's certain people who don't even respect pronouns and stuff like that. I mean, I think, I just don't think how you're going to put her and penis and expect me to to play along still. 
Like, you was playing the keyboard with your dick and you expect me to play along still. Like, you are fighting for all these rights and you want people to, to, take, to take you as a woman, to see you as a woman, to treat you as a woman and respect all your decisions that you want to make in your life, which is totally fine. So then why are you shaking your dick around on the TV for? To be around. honest, it was just one note that she used her penis to press. The last it's the note. Same. Okay. It was it, the crescendo. Uh, well, it, it doesn't matter because <laughs> I think if you're gonna, if you, you want people crescendo, to, you know, you're sick. if you want people to treat you like a woman or see you as a woman, I think you should be doing everything in your power to like hide your dick. Mm. Like that's just what I that's just what I believe. I mean, I don't know. Just kill me. It's for my opinion, but I just think like. Would you feel differently if this was a man, as in a man like a uh, OG man? What that just done it? Yeah. Like, I don't understand why people are running around streaking or stripping. Like I, I don't understand. Like, the gig would, the, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have made sense. Like I'm not even offended at the fact that they strip naked because you could do what you want. I just think, I just think it's um, I don't know, man. It's just I just don't, I just don't, I just don't think it makes sense. Like I'm saying, you want to be a woman, you're presented as a woman. Everyone's calling you she and her and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. You have breasts, you look like a woman. This is what you're doing, and you're fighting to be seen as an equal as a woman. This is what you want to do. And then you proceed to shake your dick around on the telly. And I just think it doesn't, I can't, I can't understand. I just don't, I just, I just don't understand. Shake yeah. I just can't understand around. why you want to do it. I just think it's, I just think it's wild. And I think it was pretty stupid. And obviously Opcom's gone crazy. It's just like, Boy. Opcom's gone mad. This is misogynist dick. That's what they're saying. They're saying <laughs> it's all. <laughs> well, it was, was People this... might say that's, that's the best dick sometimes. <laughs> Was this live? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was live. Yeah, oh, isn't it? All right, okay. But Quite when entertaining. when she was stripping, like no one thought to cut the cameras. That's what I was thinking. Right. Nah, it, it was it was kind of quick, like a one suit. Yeah, it was like a. Wow. Okay, because it had you... like a, a wire to pull it all off. She pro- she practiced. Oh. Yeah, so it was oh. a surprise. Thing. They couldn't the stop it because just before just beforehand, he was like, "Oh yeah." I like, I, this is what I love about live TV because you could do stupid things like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Damn, fam. And just ripped it, it was off actually before the crescendo. I'm not watching it now. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> it is a wow. And she hit the right note as well with the with the tip. Okay, oh. ill. <laughs> I am disgusted. Not the tip. It's sad man. So what is there a lot of, a lot of like um, outrage? outrage. <laughs> yeah. And you reckon there'd be well, more? Of course, there could have been kids watching and stuff. Either way, it's nothing to do with you're transgender now. If you're doing a show and you're like, yes, why are you just stripping naked for? You know what I'm trying to say that? That's very crude and stuff like that. There's been a lot of people that was at home I wasn't expecting that. That's not what they signed up for. They don't want to see that yeah. shit. You know what I'm trying to say that? It's not about whether you're a man, woman, trans, wherever you wherever, wherever you subscribe to. That's got nothing to do with it. Like, why are you doing all this, this foolishness for anyway? Did the TV... I just think... Do, do you feel because she's a trans woman... Because well, he's the one? I think it's just a dick on the TV. Because no, I'm trying to see that the TV censor it. I was going to say, do you... So I use it, I use it on this platform. Do you not believe women can have penises? That's not where we're going with this. I'm, I'm asking. No, but it is where you're going with it because you keep saying she, and I would have I would have respected the pronouns if they were acting accordingly. But then when you well, throw your dick around the dick. on TV, yeah. But what's the behavior? Once you throw your yeah, dick around on TV, what's the behavior got to do with the pronouns? Because I, you want me to say her, and there's and they're playing a panel with your dick. What are you talking about? I can't say these stupid things. I can't. I can't. That's yeah, a man. You know, some of them actually want to keep their appendages. Yeah, so it's, that's not, not that's not here. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, but you're, it is because you're promoting it and you on? used it as part of your act. You used it, yeah, like it's <laughs> the manhood. You yeah, used just your like manhood. She could use her elbow, isn't it, or her knee? Okay, cool. 
Well, no ways. I'm, I'm, no I'm, I'm trying to figure out where your is your outrage at the fact that a person pulled out their dick, and would your outrage be the same if it was a man, OG man, or is this the emphasis nah, on my the fact outrage that it's a trans is woman? that my outrage is that it's a it's a um, trans woman, and I just like I said, I think you're just, you're just being an enemy of progress, okay? And I just think it's um, it's just mixed messaging, man. It's just there's so many people that's going to be watching it that's confused and like kids and stuff and whatever. Like it's just mixed messaging. And I just think if you want to be seen as women and be treated like women in society, then you should act like women. And I've never seen a woman play a keyboard with her dick before. So there you go. Because typically they don't have yeah, one. But no, you that, have, that, that sentence isn't That sentence is mad. You know I mean? No, you have. Mm. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. That was a man. All right, cool. All right. I'm going to stop calling album. you by your rap name. You call me wherever you want. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get into the outro. All right, let's do it. <laughs> you get to start your week with us so thank you everyone who's tuned in shout out to our live crew can you guys like the video i forgot i don't think it's tallying up brent is it uh no it's not wow and we've had so many views today yeah there's currently like 224 of you and the likes is like on 104 that is disgraceful okay so like the video do that and helps out it helps us you know helps other people find it also share it drop in your group chats the video stays up when we're done recording um, also follow us on our social media platforms the day after TNB if you'd like to send voice notes and texting for asking for a friend this is what would you do or everything else um, the number to call in as well is 075-6484-1073 and also join our community because that way you can make suggestions for the show in terms of you know the segments or um, topic ideas or even if it's a song you want Lisa to listen to mm, yeah. listen to and we'll see up. if it makes a rotation for the show but um yeah exactly so do all that great stuff join the community community.thenewblack.com if you'd like to inquire about the show or feature on the show you can email the team the day after at thenewblack.com we're back here tomorrow guys have a great day all genders are welcome in the community goodbye period, period. <laughs>